You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another beheadphoned and someone, a guest host, coming across the waves of the Internet Ooh. once again, Tadpog Podcast. Uh, Tyler and Dave Anian play old games. And this week, it's a double-decker. It's, do- it's a doozy. It's a double-doozy. It's it's double D and the cake, boys. Double deckers when you shit on the toilet backwards? Is that right? You face, you Up, straddle. Upper decker. That's an up. Oh, that's when you shit on top of the tank. Yeah, yeah. Double decker, I think, is when you're sitting in someone's lap <laughs> on the toilet. I think you're right. Shit. Which way do you have to face? Do you face them? It's like, uh, what, well, it's like I would, a, I would well, want to. I feel like, like you need sitting, to make eye it's like contact. Sitting cowgirl. But yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I, think you, I think you need to make eye contact. Game, for it's romantic kind of if you're facing. It's platonic if you're yeah if you're back to front it's definitely uh, not gay either way. it's not necessarily platonic <laughs> well if we were to do it how would we set if we were all three of us were doing it <laughs> a triple decker <laughs> the rare but fun triple decker it's weird that i never thought about this <laughs> <laughs> Between me and Ian, who would you face and who would you have your back to? Well, I think that we, I think that we can all face each other, right? Like a like yeah. a triple kiss kind of. Like, okay. <laughs> you you have chosen wisely. Yeah, we might need a waiting pool or something <laughs> with the hole cut in it, with the funnel going to yeah. a toilet, <laughs> some scaffolding. So we're going to be talking about and arrow. Oh, go please go ahead. See if I you can guess who this if is. If it's okay if I watch, is it okay if I watch you guys do this? <laughs> Fuck, you can join. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you don't want to join, at least hold the camera. Yeah, or, right. or the funnel. <laughs> <laughs> and those dulcet tones, of course, belong to Pinball Archmage Chris Edler. We're sorry you're on this episode. <laughs> Y'all blew it. You blew my joke oh, for later. I'm sorry. God damn it. For I the, can't have any fun I'm on this show. Sorry. For the first time since 2017, Sonic Spinball. Damn. Returning champ. Returns. So I'm actually here because I'm with the website ChrisTasters.com, and I saw there was a lot of talk last week, so yeah. uh, I, my, my masters called me and told me to get in touch with you guys. So what what is going on? What are going to need you to have a seat right over here. <laughs> we, we need your stamp of approval on this. Can You, you I, can Chris, speak on behalf. I'm all for Chris Tasters. Great. Go ahead. Great. All right. You've been elected the leader of Chris's, right? So this is good. Well, let's see. Um, we'll get down to business. What you guys been up to? Well, we're talking today about Aerobiz. Aerobiz and Aerobiz. Aerobiz. Speaking of business, uh, which we will get to in our second segment. But guys, yes, I've got a, I got a bunch to talk about this after this evening. You do? I do. Lots of things on my list. But first and foremost, I'm going to say this, Tyler. I refuse to be silent. Okay. I refuse to be silent. I wouldn't have it any other way. You keep That's saying. why I said, Ian, don't be a monk. 
<laughs> and if you are a monk, be the the poor kind of monk, not the I can't talk kind of monk. Yeah. <laughs> and also, Chris, Chris and I had a, about a half hour discussion last night getting prepped for the show. Mm-hmm. So the two of us are going to gang up on the two of you. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Just like at the last prom. <laughs> <laughs> Just like our toilet situation. <laughs> <laughs> Double decker gang in effect. <laughs> Triple decker gang. Quad damage. <laughs> uh, all right, real quick. I caught up on Attack on Titan. I'm current. Got a half season left at the end of the year. That's coming. I guess they were gonna. I think release it all at once, and they split it. So now it's, it's going to be later this year. The last half of the last season. So I'm caught up on that. It's okay. really good. High recommend. Secondly, I got caught up on My Hero Academia. I had three or four episodes of that. Now I'm desperately waiting for episode or season seven of that to come out. What I'd like to talk to you about in the anime world is our Lord and Savior Jesus. Is our Lord and Savior Jesus <laughs> I, Christ. And I think we should call this segment Animei. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, as as far as um, Attack on Titan and My Hero Academia, you absolutely may. With regards to this other, I've been watching a different show, a new show that a good friend of mine told me about last week called Kill La Kill. Oh, fuck yes. I was that friend. You were that friend. <laughs> Man, I love that fucking anime. I can't stop watching Kill La Kill. Awesome. I am addicted to to kill like kill. How far? I'm. I'm, I'm like on episode fourteen. I'm almost. Okay, so done you're almost it. done. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want more. I might watch it again right after this one because I love it. It's one of those anime it where it's is. like, yeah, you got to watch it again. It's, it's beautiful. No of it. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's well written. It's fast paced. It's action packed. It's sexy. It's got all ticks all the boxes. Studio Trigger, man. Studio I love Studio Trigger. Uh, Found out that it was Studio Trigger, that they're the ones that did Cyberpunk yep. 2077, yep. which was recently released on Netflix. Another really high recommend. Uh, excellent show. Uh, and I've got a buddy or two at work that watch anime that have a whole bunch more that they want me to try that are also from Studio Trigger. So I'm going to be giving those a look. They've got some... Uh, Whoa. <laughs> they have some movies. Did you get Sorry. an email? Did Dad like get an email? An email. <laughs> uh, let me quit that. Okay. Uh, they've got a movie called Promare. Um, they were the studio was started by like I think two former employees from Gynax. Okay. And Gynax did a bunch of anime you've probably heard of, like Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh yeah, sure. Um, and then the one that's most like that's most studio trigger like is stocking panty and garter belt. That was one of the ones that was I was recommended. To that's watch. that's a gynax, but no, I gynax, gynax, <laughs> woman nax, <laughs> non-binary nax. Uh, that's a, I, 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 as far as I know, that's that's published by gynax, but it's the it's, it's the, the trigger same people. people. It's like the okay. last thing that that like that employee right, worked on right, or right. directed before that leaving. Stocking what? Stocking, panty, and garter belt. It's um. It sounds right up my alley. You you'll know immediately. I think whether you'll like it or not. Okay. Um, because the animation style. I mean, the Nikki and I we were watching it, and I was, it, I had to kind of explain to her like, I had to. The pitch was like it's kind of like uh, early two thousands, Adult Swim. 
it's more that than it is anime, truly. Well, I knew immediately that I loved Kill Like Hill. Uh, cool. And I'm... I really want to thank you for the record. Yeah, dude, I'm, I, I'm glad you liked it. I, I love cannot, that show. I cannot tell you how much I loved it. Love so, that show. Um, there's another show I'm going to watch. This one's on Apple TV+. Plus. Frog it, and Toad? It is not Frog and Toad. <laughs> it's based on a, man, a manga, though. It's called Drops of God. Have you guys heard of this? Uh-uh, I haven't heard of that one. Well, apparently it's the story about a woman whose father owns this, like, unbelievably world-class wine collection and he lives in japan and he passes away and leaves her the collection but apparently his assistant that he's been training and wine tasting and curating and all this kind of stuff his whole life um takes issue with the fact that he's leaving it to his daughter who he assumes isn't able to properly appreciate or take care of the collection and he'd been training this whole time and he wants it and so apparently there's this like sort of face off between the two uh, over the course of the season to see who's worthy of inheriting it uh, so I'm going to check that out and report back cool soon uh, how'd you hear about that one it just actually came up on my Apple TV plus like yeah you just happened feed. to see it yeah it happened to be there so cool. uh, there's that I'm about halfway through um, the current and last season of Picard on Paramount+. Plus. For all you next-gen fans out there, if you're listening and you haven't watched it, fuck, watch it. It's so Ian, good. Ian, I was waiting to see if you were going to talk about this because if it got around to me of what I've been watching, I was just going to turn it around to you. So you said you're halfway through? We're halfway through. This one's one I can't watch on my own. Tanya watches ah. this with me. So... Um, finding the time for the two of us to be disinterested in whatever else is going on around us enough to watch the last half of it has been tough. But we did. We got through episode five, and there's five more to go, and holy crap, I am so into it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you felt about the first two seasons, but I was kind of like meh to meh plus on the first two seasons. But this third season was pretty much what I wanted for, for a next-gen show, finally. Same. And I think what happened was that Picard season one and two sort of rode in on the coattails of Discovery, which was a complete departure from what we're used to from Star Trek and still a very good show, but they kind of took that same, I think, mentality with the first two seasons of Picard, and I, I liked them a lot. But this season is the one that I've been wanting. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. I didn't hate Picard the first two seasons, but I don't really care about him getting sad because his mom is dead. Right, like, right. I watch Star Trek because I want to see ships do space stuff. And I do actually like Discovery, too. But, uh, yeah, Picard season three. I, I don't care if it's nostalgia or whatever. Like, that's what I want when I'm watching Star Trek Next Gen. Yes, exactly. Um, and then... To round out my sort of what I watched this week, um, going into the horror hole again, uh, my only entry into the horror hole this week is Scream 6. Oh. Scream 6 is now on um, Paramount. I think it's Paramount Plus. But uh, we watched it. I loved it. Really? I yeah. Loved Good. this movie. I thought I was going to hate it. Mm -hmm. I liked Scream 5. I won't say that I loved it, but I liked it. But this one was 
a bit of a departure. I mean, the formula stays about the same, but it takes place in New York City. New York City! Instead of Woodsboro. <laughs> I waited for it. Thank for you. That I know. One. I can I tell. Did. I appreciate it. And uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a good entry into the genre or into the franchise and into the genre. Um, if you like screen movies, if you're caught up, if you like them, watch it. If you're not caught up, you're not gonna get it. Oh, so you that gotta, sucks. You gotta, you I don't gotta, wanna watch three, four, and five. <laughs> you have to have at least seen five to get sick because okay. it's basic. It's almost a direct continuation gotcha. of five. Okay, but five introduces new characters. It's what they refer to itself as a requel. Um, okay, so they're rebooting the franchise. Essentially, there's old and new characters in there. And uh, they kind of work through that. So, multiverses. Good, definitely kind of a multi. <laughs> what's multiverses? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. That doesn't, that's not a thing, is it? No, no it's not. What the fuck it's was gone. that about? They just, they just, well, we're back to the prime timeline now. We've limited all others. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that's probably not, part of it. Anymore. It's probably part of it. Um, but I know uh, we had Chris and I, when we were talking last night, we, we discussed the possibility. Chris, do you have some things to add to the uh, horror hole this week? Uh, I'm not much of a horror person, Are you so not? Okay. I, I have a dry horror hole. <laughs> dry <laughs> That's okay. Well, what else you been up to, man? Well, so my other my other thing I've been watching is uh, XFL football. I mean, I know I just missed the football episode by like two weeks, but I don't. Do you guys even know that the XFL exists again? I didn't know that it exists. I knew it used to. It's back. In it's pog, back, baby. And if you're in St. Louis, you might actually care about it. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. So we, so the XFL did the first time back in two thousand. So, then so it came back. Is Vince McMahon still running the show? No, and I, I am not kidding. It's actually The Rock and another <laughs> investor. Uh, her Enjoy name is game. Danny Garcia. I don't really know her, but it is still like wrestling tangential because it's the The Rock owns part. Right. Of it. Okay. So. They came back in 2020. Uh, St. Louis had a team called the Battle Hawks, which is, I mean, uh, if you're going to have a football team, I think that's a pretty cool name. So the city has, so St. Louis, <laughs> you know, we had our football team taken away. It has moved to Los right. Angeles. Right. We had a football team in the 80s that also moved away to the Cardinals. Phoenix. Yes. Wow. So Cardinals we used have to a be lot. in St. Louis. That's right. Oh, I mean, you know, because it's the Cardinals. Because the Cardinals. That makes sense. Right. Louis. Mm -hmm. Sure. So for, with that background, St. Louis has a lot of spiteful, like, I got something to show you football fans whenever we get a new team. So we will show up to fill up the stadium just to, you know, give the finger to the people that moved the teams the previous time. So it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty good time. So it came around in 2020. Now it's back in 2023. So I went to two games this season, and I uh, went to the opening home opener, and I went to the last game, the last home season, and the Battle Hawks wound up being 7-3. and three. They did miss the playoffs by kind of a technicality, but uh, the city has embraced them. Everybody's having a good time. Uh, so, yeah, I, I didn't know if there's hardly anyone that would care about this. but uh, And, you know, I'll watch football. I'm not a huge football fan, but I'm more of the spite crowd just showing sure. up to fill up the stadium and scream i get that what was the crowd yeah. like i mean was it i mean was it packed or? i bet the energy at an xfl game is insane yeah it's it's a lot of fun it really is um so in st louis our stadium holds sixty thousand people so for xfl they don't open up the upper deck so basically you can have about thirty-five thousand people if you just open up the lower decks and they 
pretty not didn't totally sell it out, but it was pretty close. It was like thirty eight thousand, thirty five thousand. That's a lot. That's a lot of people. Other, yeah, yeah, yeah. And other teams were drawing like eighteen to nineteen. So okay. you're not kidding about the spite. <laughs> yes, it is real. The spite is real. Yes. Stan cool. Kroenke is the the owner of the the St. Louis Rams that moved. So there are people that have like F Kroenke jerseys. There are fuck Kroenke <laughs> chants that wind up happening, and it's just a general energy of like, God damn it, I'll I'll show you that, that's <laughs> happening the whole time. Nice. So yeah, so those are the two things I've been watching is XFL and Picard, and I think the XFL championship uh, it may be it's it's in two weeks from today, so I guess it'd be a week from when the episode airs, and it's it's uh, most likely going to be uh, uh, the Washington D.C. team versus um, it's either going to be Houston or Dallas. They have teams; they have to fight it out. But I'm I'm pretty sure Washington D.C. is going to take it. Now, can this be viewed on television right now? Is that on one of the networks? So sometimes a- ABC has it. Other times ESPN has it. Uh, but if you have ESPN Plus, a lot of the games stream on ESPN Plus. I do have ESPN Plus as part of my so, Disney Plus package. There you go. All so right. maybe maybe next year I can send you some texts when the Battlehawks games do it. are on. Do it. Yeah. So, or if you're in St. Louis, the, the tickets are cheap. It's like 50, 60 bucks for pretty good seats. That's when a regular cheap. NFL game yeah. is in the hundreds. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'll yeah, come X, up. We X, should X, go to the XFL game has together. Concluded. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Dave? What's up with you, my man? Um, I've been into a couple things. Not a whole hell of a lot, but have you guys heard of the critically acclaimed MMORPG Final Fantasy XIV? Uh-uh. I've been playing some of that. Uh, Free trial up to level (laughs) sixty. What year is it? Yeah, what year is it? I don't. That's a good question. Is this Jumanji trivia now? (laughs) What year is it? (laughs) Uh, I'm working through the. I'm working through the second expansion post patch content. So, uh, to answer your question, I'm a little behind. So it might as well be like twenty. 19, I think, for me, because uh, I, I don't, I've even started on like, you like that pre COVID Final Fantasy 14. Not really. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think I'll prefer the post COVID <laughs> Final Fantasy 14. Because, oh, okay. um, like, the, I feel like the first, like, the base stuff from A Realm Reborn was like the story is not so great. And then it just kind of gets better and better uh, as it goes. So, I mean, I'm enjoying this post-patch stuff. I'm, I'm playing as a black mage, um, t- trying to do something new. Uh, that's been fun. Um, something that's not been fun has been um, I got a temporary crown on Monday Oh, put on, and I have to live with it until th- four Mondays from from then so three mondays i got three mondays to go uh and then i can once again eat hard and crunchy and chewy stuff but for right now i can't do that damn so So, you're limited to pastes uh no i mean i was asking the lady like a bunch of questions i was like what about temperature can i eat like hot stuff and she's like yeah you can eat hot stuff and i was like but no spicy stuff (laughs) <laughs> I punched her in the face <laughs> and flipped that expensive dentist chair, <laughs> ran out. Those are heavy. You were mad. I was really mad. Damn. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I, I don't know if you remember, Dave has one level of barbarian. I ripped the one. crown out of my mouth, <laughs> threw it the dentist's face. Stuck right to his cheek, and then just kind of ran down slowly <laughs> with his tears. Like, yeah. he's seeing his hard work getting ripped out of your mouth. Yeah, he'd probably, he'd probably be a little sad. Because I did break the first one immediately. Um, <laughs> when she was, like, putting it on, she's like, okay, bite down gently. <laughs> I mean, it was like... <laughs> And she was like, I think that broke. And I was like, yeah, it for sure broke. Either that or I've got another bad tooth that you're going to need to look at. Yeah, really? <laughs> nah, that's The one just, above it. Yeah. It's the one above it. It just sounds shattered. like that. Yeah. The crown is, is like is titanium. That my mouth should sound? <laughs> uh, so then she made like a whole new one. And then she was like, <laughs> she got done making it. And she was like, yeah, this one's probably going to break. <laughs> like, okay. cool that's what we want to hear good to know she's like yeah i had to make it real thin so just like uh go gentle on it have has anybody here in this conversation had a temporary crown before no they just pull my fucking teeth they don't try to fix my teeth they pull them well they gave me i had i had the one on this side and then my veneers i had temporary okay for my front four were temporary during my bachelor party it had to be very cool you know Care about what I could eat. Man, I can't even imagine on like one of the front teeth. Because I, I, I cheat. This is a back molar. Back far as back as you can get on top of my left side of my my mouth. So I totally I'm eating things I'm not supposed to. I'm just eating them on the right side of yeah. my mouth. Because yeah. like earlier today for lunch, I was like, I'm gonna have Doritos, fuck it. And like I just ate the Doritos on the right side of my mouth. <laughs> I didn't want Doritos until they told me I couldn't have you them. Yeah, one of those x-ray no, plates and put them on the other yeah. side of your mouth. <laughs> you kind of always want Doritos, right? Yeah, or like, see, so yeah, some kind of like, yeah, use an x-ray plate as a divider. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the reason I ask is because I've got this like, it feels like the cement that they used, like I can feel it. It feels like when I run my tongue over, Ew. it feels like I've got like this constant peanut butter kind of like texture oh, back there. I've, I've had a temporary crown and I remember that. Yeah, that's like a rough texture. Okay, so it's not, I was worried. That was like, I was really bringing this up. I was asking you guys for advice. Like, should I call the dentist? Um, is it supposed to be like this? And I'm like constantly concerned that I've broken it or it like fell off in my sleep and I swallowed it and I don't nope. know. Yeah. <laughs> I know we haven't talked for five years, but it's okay. Trust me, this crown is fine. <laughs> I trust you. I do. I trust. I told. I told him I did this when I sat down. I was like, I'm going to talk to Chris Edler about this when this is over. <laughs> See, he gives us money every month, so he he stays in touch financially. It's like he's like a Grandma sending that hundred dollar yeah. bill or ten dollar bill. And that's every the best year. way to yeah. maintain communications. <laughs> I thought that was part of being an, an executive producer is I get the, what is the prima nocta? I can just be on any episode I want. <laughs> no, I don't think that's what that's, that means at all. <laughs> but, but you can. I mean, anytime you want to be on, just come on. You could be our, you could be our fourth host, our remote host. Prima nocta like, costs way more than this. You can prima nocta, <laughs> okay. yeah. you can prima nocta my third wife. That's, that's fine. At that point, I won't care. <laughs> uh, and then... I watched Joe Dirt with a good friend of mine, Ian. Probably don't know him uh, on <laughs> on Friday, and that was well, that was fun. We had a we had a really fun. good time hanging out. We'll and, talk about uh, we're gonna that. we're gonna have a special uh, Patreon episode coming soon to a donors only feed near you. 
Uh, we'll be recording that Saturday with a another surprise guest mm-hmm. for that Patreon. So stay stay tuned. And if hey, you want to hear it, you can't unless you give us money, like good old Chris Edler here. I think we should say that the Joe Dirt bonus episode is in fact sponsored by Chris Edler. <laughs> I think we should. <laughs> it is now. Uh, if, as long as we remember, <laughs> it will be. Tyler, I, I beat Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh, the War of the Lions mod two point five. Nice. The other day, what do you think of the mod? Loved it. It is. If you're gonna play Final Fantasy Tactics, that's the definitive way to do it. One hundred percent. The version what? that War of the Lions won over vanilla, and the mod two point five, but the version that allows you to accept random battles or not. Ah, okay. So I didn't use that version, and I wish I had. But that version exists. So, so. you you played the version that you, you you have to do the random battles. Yeah. So okay. which just ended up me resetting it whenever I got a random battle. Okay. So it would have been would be the same difference. Sure. Just a better quality would've, of life. Yeah. I'd done the right version. Bit. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, but it the start of the game is easier. End of the game is harder. So there were several battles like. So before, I remember the battle against Weegraf, like the one with Ramza one-on-one was difficult and uh, not, maybe, maybe I don't know, uh, but the battle against the Zodiac form of him was much harder yeah. than this one. I struggled with several of the Zodiac battles in ways I never had before. A lot of different battles, especially the en- the end was a joke before, but now they've made it where it's, actually challenging so it's, do they take it's way better do they take the the grinding into effect like i mean i guess here's my real question they scale with you now so it so you can you can go through it without yep you without grind all you want and bosses will scale man that's great yep i do like that a and lot. The, the their move sets are different so they cool. will summon new things they have different abilities like i remember before I think you would just silence like the just we graph again the the goat headed Aries we graph yeah you could just silence him and then easy peasy well I did that this time because he was doing super powerful summon like way more powerful than he had before so I silenced him and then he's hit me with static the huge mountains of status effects so like oh uh, the the simple stuff is gone so and then they have better moves more hit points like. Way better, but more balance. Weapons are better balanced. So knight swords aren't the end-all, be-all. You can't double wield. They're all two-handed now. So you can't double wield the in-game knight swords. So that's better balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, axes, everything is better balanced. In the deep dungeon, you always have move find item on, so you don't have to waste a spot with it. You always have um, increased JP, so you don't have to waste a spot on that. Because you know those, you feel like you have to have those. Right. Um, so and you always get the rare version of whatever item you walk on. So then they've added all the bonus from all the extra content you would play on the PSP version is now in the regular game. Controllable guest characters. I mean, it's just it's it's cool. it's amazing. It sounds great. Oh yeah, it's absolutely I, the best one. And cool. I know I, earlier I was like, oh good, you don't have to grind. But I, I immediately after saying that, I didn't want to interrupt you, but I was thinking. That's a game I actually really like to grind in. Yeah. It's fun to grind in, in that game because you have so many characters that are leveling different skills at different paces. Yep. So it feels like every battle, something's 
you're gaining something from it. You're yeah. getting a skill increase some, somewhere, you know? And I like, I like that yeah. versus, you know, you've got a party of four that, you know, aren't going to gain a level. <laughs> you know, they're not going to gain something from every yeah. battle. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what's nice. And about then other, ba- other, you know, classes are way harder to level up than others. And mm. in this one, Ultima and Zodiac aren't missable like they are in the other version, which is very nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what else? I mean, there were so many, so many huge quality of life things. I had another point, another point I was going to bring up about it, but no, I can't, can't endorse it enough. Uh, my, my version, my challenge on this run was not to grind and not use any items. None? And none. Ooh, Anytime, boy. I've always relied on auto potion. I didn't want to play that. I was about to say, time. so you got like, I can't remember. Are they? They're chemists, right? Yep. So, so chemists was like a job you didn't even touch. Didn't, then I, I put just enough levels to unlock other other jobs. And gotcha. even when I had them, that's what I did. The you know the Aaron job, so you could get JP. Right. So I didn't actually have to use them. Or if I gotcha. used them, I didn't teach them any skills. I okay. used zero items in this run, uh, and not using auto potion. I mean, change the game. I think it's a way better game if you don't use the crutch that is auto potion. See, I think it's funny because. Or it's not funny. It's interesting because I'm learning that we play Final Fantasy Tactics way different. Because like oh, yeah. I never like that. Chemist was a job where it was always like, nah, I don't think so. And it's not because mm-hmm. it's not because I didn't think it was mechanically a sound class, but it's like I want magic. Yep. It was it was very much a flavor thing. It was like ah, I want mages and stuff. I don't want like I don't want potions and stuff. Yeah. So it's interesting. It's and see, I always everybody had item as their secondary skill and auto potion. Wow. Every time I've ever played wow. that game. Wow, that's yeah. wild, man. And I, items are broken. Items are too powerful. I, I 100% <laughs> I believe no that idea now. Because I, I, yeah. yeah, that's just cool. that everybody can do it. Mm. It's always a big hill, no matter what your faith is. It's always a guaranteed ah, success. Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. And then auto potion is just there are so many cool skills and combinations of skills that I never got to experience until I played it this way. Do you think that um, we're getting in the weeds here? Sorry, <laughs> but do you think that the the range limitation from chemist like balances at yep. all? Because I mean that was it does that, unless you are actually a chemist, right? And then you've it, got you know, it. to expand. Then it's huge. But how can, how far does it go? It's like three squares out. Okay. You can get then you can get throw item, so a yeah, character could have that, but then you're right. using two skills. Right, right. So that balances out. Yeah. But I still think it's and then elixirs, you know, there's it's it's they're way too powerful. Sure. So I I thoroughly enjoyed all of my melee characters had the sheer Hidori skill, which in the vanilla game was Blade Grasp. Oh, uh, I don't refresh me on that skill. That is, it's like ten plus. No, I think it's just whatever your brave is. You have that percentage chance of blocking any weapon attack, be oh. it an arrow, be it okay. a sword, any melee, or any ranged attack that's not magical okay. or thrown. It's been a minute since I played so, it. Yeah, yeah. So now that was like, it was amazing to play through because knights. I was just like immune to knights. I was just immune to archers. Like it was way more fun than auto potion on everybody. Yeah, and then my mages had like other fun skill. Like since I wasn't using items, they had um, the reaction ability absorb MP. Mm-hmm. So anytime they got hit with a spell, they would gain the MP that spell cost. Since I didn't have ethers and stuff to use, right? So then I had I made good use of the monk chakra skill that healed and gave MP. Man, back. I love. So it was monks trying in that to game. be creative. Yeah, yeah, dude. My I had Zeus. 
since I named every, my, all my characters after the people, and I didn't use the the unique characters. They were all the regular. I don't. I stopped playing that way a long time ago. Yeah, sure. Using Orlando, Orlando, Agrius, all that. No, fuck that. That's that's too easy. Using the, your generic characters is way more. That's fun. a lot more fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree with you on that. So, Zeus came in, and Zeus was my monk into a samurai into a fell knight, which is dark knight. Uh, with monk secondary skills like the whole way through the game. Uh, and Dark Knight is a fucking blast. That's War of the Lions introduction. So, uh, And then, of course, like Onion Knight, which, you know, I don't really... Onion Knight's a time investment. It's the most powerful class, but it's sure. a time investment. You have to master all the classes, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's the more powerful it is, and they have the most powerful equipment and all that. And that's Fuck that. grinding for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's I ended up having table, to grind right? a little bit in order to just to get some classes because the sure. game was way more difficult than before. Mm-hmm. So I did have to break that rule and grind minimally, mm-hmm. uh, but I made it all the way through with no items. So being able to have to cast rays several times, like my mage that had white magic would die. I'd have to, I'd, then I'd lose the battle or, so that was way more challenging. And then the mod was way more challenging. So I highly recommend play through Final Fantasy Tactics, War of the Lions mod 2.5, no items. And you can get the mod from romhacking.net, yep. right? Yep. Cool. Mm-hmm. So um, you, I know you were streaming that. Uh, now that you're done with that, do you know what you're going to do next? Mario. I've never beaten Mario 1. So oh, okay. So I'm going to play through, just see if I can be able to play through and beat all the Mar- uh, Mario 1, 2, 3, and World. Are you okay. going to play, are you doing a... Are you like? Are you doing warpless? Or are you doing? I think I'll do warpless initially. Yeah. yeah, cool. Because I've never, I haven't experienced. I've played through three straight. I've played through world straight. I've never played one and two straight. I've beaten two, but not straight. Yeah, with the warp. I've and never stuff. beaten one all the way through or warpless. I, I don't think, think I've ever played all the way through uh, one either. Yeah, I, I, I need to. I think so. that's a fun one to play through because yeah. that's one where, as a kid, I. I never, I didn't beat Mario one as a kid. It was like probably in my twenties. I finally beat Bowser. I could get to, I could get to eight four as a kid and be like, I don't know, and I'd die all the Just time. To you know, out yeah, the warps to, the pipes to go through. Right, yeah, the sequence and all yeah. that, the maze at the end. And then I, a couple times I might have gotten to Bowser, but like totally choked. And yeah. you know what I mean? And <laughs> like, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm here. I have one life, and it's like, um, but then like later on. I, I, well, as a kid, I would always get there by using the warp, right? You know, yeah. but then later on, like probably in my twenties, I played through the whole thing, and it's like, man, this game is. I mean, I loved it as a kid, but like even playing it then was like, it's a really, it's like a really good video game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want to be able to play. I'm gonna play it long enough that I can do a straight playthrough of one, two, three, and World on All Stars, and then I'll find a different game. But yeah, I think that would be a fun thing to. Just sit down and knock all those out. Yeah, totally. So, cool. Then, then I might do Hollow Knight. I'm kind of feeling Hollow Knight again. Again. So, yeah. Uh, I think the, that'd be fun to stream. What about the sequels? The sequels supposed to be coming out forever. Oh, okay. Yeah, Silk Song has been like supposed to be out fucking forever <laughs> ago. Okay. You see, I, I've seen amazing trailers. Yeah. But yeah, it's still we'll see. We'll see when that happens. Okay. Oh, cool. You guys want to do a draft? We can, Chris. You want to do a draft? Sure. I think I think as he exists on the astral plane, we should let Chris go first. Well, what are we so, drafting? All right. Yeah, have, what are I we drafting? A, I have my master list of ideas. Can we do movie theater snacks this week? Okay. That was my... I picked that one last week or 
I came up with it after the show last week. And I yeah. think that's what I'd like that to do. I was on the list. I'm, sounds good to me. You good? And, yeah. And I get to go first, huh? Yes, sir. Okay, so I worked at a movie theater for like four Fuck. years. <laughs> you brought so your ringer, He's Ian. a ringer. <laughs> you got the inside track, man. Yep, yep, yep. I did not know. So, I mean, I, I got to take popcorn, but I have to take popcorn yeah. as soon as it is cooked and soaked in oil, because that's how we would eat it as employees. We would get it before it even hit the bottom of the tray and get the nice, greasy, oily popcorn. That's a good pick. I mean, that's my pick. That was my pick for sure. I'm hoping sure. I'm I don't know what the order is after after Chris, but um, I've got one. Maybe you guys let me slide. <laughs> Let's see. One and two, Dave. Three and four, Ian. Five and six, me. Sure. Dave. All right. So, uh, so popcorn, but no butter. <laughs> I was going to specify because Melissa loves butter. It, it's different. I do not. It's a different snack. I, I, can't, I can't eat it anyway. Man. But popcorn, I, I got to go no butter as well. Dude. I like the salt. Yeah, I love the yeah, salt. I do not care. Melissa always wants it in butter. I do not. Man. So I, no, you're right. Two different things. I used to love that. I used to love that butter like as a kid. And then um, I guess like in my early 30s maybe was when it started. I started like coming home from the theaters and being like oh my god i have to like shit really bad and for like that olestra ran wide through me <laughs> yeah yeah and then everything's all like you know it's all like it's like a it's like a fucking lubed up shoot for the rest of the day it's like i gotta like plan my diet around the buttered popcorn so yeah it's not butter for me and then when i switched i was like oh i actually like this a lot better <laughs> yeah so the stuff I'm going to pick today is actually stuff that I generally will not eat unless I'm at the movie theater, with the exception of a couple. Bananas, onions. I do like a, I do like a nice fish sandwich. <laughs> Microwave. I had, micro- <laughs> I had to clean up so many of those off the floor when I worked at the theater. Oh, good. So I'm not, not the only one who likes a nice fish sandwich. <laughs> I have mine finished usually though before the fir- fucking movie starts. <laughs> so that's when I start eating the onions. <laughs> then I just peel them like off. Like apples. Yeah. Yeah. Peel off layers, just chomp. <laughs> By the time I'm done, I got the whole theater to myself. <laughs> My first pick is raisinets. Raisinets. Damn. Oh, damn, wow. damn, damn. <laughs> I don't always eat ra- I don't always eat raisinets. <laughs> But when I do, it's at the movies. Fucking love raisinets, man. Yeah, they're, they're fucking so good, good. But I could eat myself so sick on them. Hell yeah! And so hell yeah! Hell so yeah! So hell yeah! There it goes. You feel good about that? That's the first time you got to say that on there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I I love the way that movie theater that candy comes in generally in boxes. In movie theater, and I know why. It's crinkly wrappers make too much noise, mm-hmm. so they want you to have a nice soft. You can go box. five below though and buy those boxes. Yes, you can. Yeah. Kroger has a bunch of movie theater candy on sale right oh, now too, yeah. so I'm gonna have to go get some. But that's my pick, Raisinette. Sorry, Tyler. I don't. Not sorry. I don't like it when they put the plastic bag inside the box, and I don't know if they do that. At, they mm. probably don't do that at movie theaters, but like if you go to Kroger or something. And like buy a box that kind of looks like it's like a movie theater. They always have the plastic bag inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I think the idea being that you get those out, get that right. off before the movie starts, right. and then you're now you're just. But people don't know how to close their mouths when they chew anyway. I sure so. Don't. It doesn't really matter how much noise you make. Someone is always going to be noisier. <laughs> so my favorite movie snack is a combination of two of the movie snacks, uh-huh. one of which has already been taken, so I will choose the other half of my snack. One is non-buttered popcorn smashed together with the Junior Mint. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I haven't... Love that. How do you do that? Put them both in your mouth at the same time and eat them. Oh, you eat them, just yeah, eat them at the same, them time. At the same time. But yeah, I find it, the, the crunch and the mint, and the it's... I love it. I think it's fucking great. So I will pick number one as Junior Mints. Interesting. So Chris, I have a question. Yes, yes. Did you when you were working at the movie theater? Did you ever fall asleep in the projection room and then wake up to find that everyone in the world was dead, but you and several other people that were in steel rooms protected no, from a rogue that, comet? That not <laughs> I'm still here, so that did not happen. <laughs> uh, we would we would start the movies and then go off and do other work. So you, there was not an actual projectionist that would sit and watch the whole movie. So you kind of get the film all ready, start the movie, and then like check your schedule. You might have another one you got to go start in the next five minutes. So there was no time for rapture or any of that kind of bullshit. Gotcha. Did you have sex in the projection room? I mean, when I was in high school, I wouldn't have been having sex anyway. So Did I mean, you jerk off in the projection been. room? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. exactly. Frequently. <laughs> thought about it. Frequently. <laughs> I was referring to Night of the Comet. For anyone who doesn't know that classic uh, movie uh, from the 80s, you should watch it. It's a great horror film, Night of the Comet. This is a total aside. I, I told you my horror hole was dry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect anyone to understand that reference. I, but I sure didn't get it. If you get Sorry. the chance... I recommend Night of the Comet. Go ahead, Dave. Was The Fog the movie that was on... Uh, what's the name of the... Joe Bob Briggs? No, it it wasn't. The fog. Neither one of Tanya's picks for Joe Bob Briggs was correct. Joe Bob Briggs. Apparently, they fucked around and... and They found out? (laughs) They fucked around with the sets. They were trying Uh, something new, and everybody got mad. Like, a lot of fans got really pissed. Oh, fuck. And also, it is still possible that they will be showing The Fog this Friday on Joe Bob Briggs because Valpurgisnacht is May 1st, which is Monday, I think. So there's still time, but that was not the movie. Dave came over Friday. Tanya was about to watch Joe Bob Briggs, and she had predicted two movies that would come on. Uh, and they sound they like never tell sound you. predictions to me. Yeah, they you? were definitely sound predictions. They never tell you what they are ahead of time, and uh, she turned out to be wrong. The, but there's still hope. There's the, still hope. The predictions were so good that it was like, you should do programming for this for this channel she needs to work for <laughs> like, shutter like I, I, everything if anyone that listens to this show thinks i know shit about horror movies i got everything i know from her and i she still manages to surprise me because she thinks about it a lot more than i do so yeah shutter if you're listening call tanya she wants to work for you i think particularly joe bob she would love any i think it would be cool to work on joe bob's show but you can reach her at 270-883-2555. We'll be sure and get that message. In, eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Right? Oh, man. They called. <laughs> they offered her a job, but it five was years five ago. years ago. <laughs> Chris, you're up. Your second pick. Are you pondering or did we lose you? 
Chris? Oh, yes. Sorry. I'm <laughs> muted. I'm unmuted. <laughs> I'm going to say Mr. Pibb because I can ah, Taking the drink we, angle. Good job. We had a... We had a soda selection, and I remember it was an event when Mr. Pibb showed up at the theater. It had they had signage with the "Put it in your head" with the cartoon guy. Yeah, I thought you so, meant like Mr. Pibb, the guy. Mr. Actual Pibb showed up. Never met him. Never That's met my him. Father, please, they call me Mr. Pibb. <laughs> I, I think that's completely gone now. But yeah, when I think of the theater, like Mr. Pibb comes into my head, and that's that's a desire that will never be fulfilled again. I you don't can think. you can still get Mr. Pibb here, just not really? not at the movie theater. I don't think. Okay, but, sneak it in. But you can bring your own. I mean, we do not encourage that. Yes, we do. Bring your own shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Dave, I can't remember what movie it was that we went to see. I think it was um, the third. Christopher Nolan Batman movie, but I remember seeing that opening weekend and like the they show all the trailers and then the lights dim down for the movie to start and then it was just like I mean it was like all it was like surround sound of like Coke's opening. <laughs> Is this viral marketing? I want a Coke now. I've got my giant fucking like $14 Coke, and I'm like, you motherfuckers, why didn't you tell me we were doing this? I didn't know you just did this in the open anymore. Um, my second pick's gonna be, I gotta go nachos. Nachos. I don't, everything, everything after unbuttered popcorn, I never actually get at the movie theater, but I like, because I get the popcorn, that's what I want. But I look at the menu, and I'm like, oh yeah, I like nachos, but I'm gonna get this popcorn, so mm-hmm. not gonna get the nachos. That's the better. Too. I think that's the much better investment. Nacho. I don't want to eat nachos. The kids have to have nachos. They have to oh, have nachos. They? So I always, anytime I'm in the movies, I'm buying at least two things of nachos. Yeah. I don't want to eat nachos in the dark. It's kind of like part of it. <laughs> it's you know a little what I mean? dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> the cheese is hot and it's a crunchy bag. <laughs> I will and do eat nachos in bed, but I won't. But not in the dark. <laughs> Bring a bib. <laughs> Yeah. Bring, a, bring a sheet to put over you. <laughs> like one of those, like uh, like a poncho. Yeah, yeah, the Gallagher poncho. poncho. Yeah. <laughs> Ian? Well, this one f- is featured in a previous list of mine, but it is one of my all-time favorite movie treats. Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids. Good. You didn't take my second one. Big question. When you're done with the kids... Do you then eat the um, the sour the sour sugar? Of course I do. Okay. I'm not an animal. Okay. Yes, I, I love that a, shit. It, it's deadly. Ill. It's so it's so bad. Like it's good. And like, then you it, lick a battery. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, they come down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's your Narcan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number two, because I would have had raisinets at number two. So in place of that is its is its cousin, the goober. Goober. Yeah. The goober. Oh man. Goobers are good. Well, that made me think of another good Chocolate one. Chocolate covered peanuts for those of you that aren't familiar with a goober. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever had a goober. Oh man. But I'm gonna try that junior mint popcorn. Ne- oh, next I time I go, it. I'm getting a box of junior mints. I'm gonna yeah. try that. 
And the best junior mint is the one that warms up in your hand and sticks to the corner of the box. So you got to rip the box open and dig that junior mint out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Junior right. mints are fucking good. I got to wait for this it. permanent crown before I could do it. <laughs> Man, I, I've, I've been craving popcorn fucking crazy. And that is one where it's like, I can't just eat that on the right side of my mouth. Like someone, we were watching a movie the other night and it's like, fuck, God damn it. I lo-. And then someone at work did some popcorn in the microwave and it was like, man, it smells so good, but I know it's going to pull this motherfucker right out. <laughs> so I got to put this fish sandwich in there as revenge. Just, yeah, right. <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, Chris, you're up. What's your third pick? Okay, I'm going to go for Milk Duds. Damn you! Uh, he took one. one of mine, one of my honorable Something mentions. Else. Now gets moved Something into fourth. Else Dave cannot eat with the, the temporary crown. Yeah, for sure. That'll pull your real teeth out. So much less a crown. <laughs> yeah. That when I went to go when I get to, when I went to get my root canal. I don't know if I told you guys this or not, but like the um, the root canalist, uh, <laughs> canalist. <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> the, the root canalist. <laughs> He was like, man, your roots are like long. I have that problem. <laughs> Thank you. Thick. <laughs> They're thick. Got them thick. They're roots. uncircumcised. <laughs> yeah. He was I mean, he was like, it's a good thing you didn't have this pulled, because like they might have had some trouble. <laughs> That's why the dentist had so much trouble pulling that fucking last tooth out, because the roots, my roots are also very long. They're way up there. And yeah, he really had to fucking pull on that some bitch he was throwing numbers out there like he was like a i mean it was like a bass fishing tournament or something yeah. he like he's got like a 22 millimeter get a picture of this one <laughs> with a hook in your mouth <laughs> holding your t- holding your lips back to show i've seen that movie stands with your x-ray like for, for yeah. a picture uh it's my go it's your go uh i'm gonna i'm gonna choose a um I'm gonna choose an a cherry icy. Mmm, yummy. I'm going with the cherry icy. It's good shit. Ooh. Very good one. Ian. My third pick. This is also something. This is something I rarely ever eat outside in the movie theater. Twizzlers, red ones, red <gasps> Twizzlers. <gasps> I love them. You could have waited till five to get that for me. Like, the, oh, <laughs> oh, it's like just. Artificially colored wax. Yeah, no, there are a few things I cannot stand. They're terrible, but I don't, I don't know what it is about it. I guess it's just they're easy to like, sort of munch on throughout the course of a movie. Do you like red vines? Nope. Because I, like I, I do vines. feel like it's, I feel like it's one or the other. I like the waxier, the yeah. Twizzlers. They're more chewy. Yeah, they definitely are. But no, don't care for. I don't like it when my teeth can sink right through it. You know what I mean? Just like kind of, I need it to. I need it to fight back. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got thick roots. You got to use them. them. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Can't let that talent go to waste. <laughs> the alternate title of this episode should be where Dave humble brags about his long tooth roots. Oh, that was a humble brag. I want everybody to know yeah. that I'm fucking proud of these goddamn roots. It says, <laughs> he's, it says so on it. You can't. You guys can't I can see this. I can feel them at the bottom of my jaw. Yeah, <laughs> you guys can't see this, but his fucking shirt says, "I got roots." Root <laughs> I am root. <laughs> My number three would be the sister of the cherry icy, the Coke icy. Dude, Coke ices are my fucking jam. Kmart, baby. Used to go to Kmart 
all the time. And yeah. any time we would go to Kmart, I would beg my mother to let me get a Coke Icy because it was about the only place you could get them. Oh, I wanted those Minute Mart slush puppies. Man, slush puppies are superior mm-hmm. to Icy, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think I've... Not, I've never seen one at a movie I've theater. I've never seen one in a movie theater. Yeah, no, yeah. I disagree. I think Icy's are the, are the S-tier frozen drink. Uh, here's I love an Icy. I love an Icy until it's halfway. Yeah, and then, it's then like it gets dicey, watered you know. Down coke. Or then you gotta like find the you gotta like oh shit I drained this hole I gotta like <laughs> make another and then yeah. you gotta like stir it up like a witch. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. A little cauldron, <laughs> little, right. yeah. yeah. But a slush puppy's just straight up like yeah, it got a little ice yeah, in there. Slushy yeah. definitely <laughs> stays consistent longer. Yeah, because it's not that packed down sort of thing. Yeah, Chris. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go for Mike and Ike's. Mike and Ike's. Fun fact. I don't know if you go ahead, go ahead. Combine go ahead. combine those with the popcorn, and you kind of get like the taste of Fruit Loops. I mm. I always enjoyed that. Shit, I'm gonna spend a fortune once I get this permanent crown on. <laughs> <laughs> go to the movie theater, get popcorn, Junior Mints, Mike and Ike. I'll just bring. I'll bring the candy. I cousin, cousin to the Mike and Ike. Not on my list. The hot tamale. Hot tamales. Love those. Oh yeah. I prefer those to Mike and Ike. Playful Eight, uh, my first band, the Playful Eight, had a song called Mike and Ike about the candy, Mike's and, Mike and Ike's. So just fun fact for that. Do you have a preference, Mike over Ike? Or? No, I'm, I'm equal opportunity, Mike and Ike. Is Ike a reference to Eisenhower? <laughs> it might. And, I'm and, sure there's some. And Mike a reference to... Pence? Look, I'm, <laughs> I like a good Pence and Eisenhower. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Dave number four. It's me. Mike and Ike. Did Mike and Ike get divorced at some point as like a publicity stunt? <laughs> I now pronounce you Mike and Ike. <laughs> um, I'll go with, I hope these are in a movie theater. I'll go with Whoppers. Yep. Yeah, that kind of, oh, yeah. That definitely Great. I do are. love a good Whopper. Great. Yeah, I love them too. I've just never had one in a movie theater. I remember seeing them. That's fair. Ian, number four. My number four is snow caps. Mm. Snow caps. Do we know what snow caps are? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I haven't thought about those in a minute. They're similar to Junior Mints, aren't they? They are. There's but just, they've got essentially like they're just like chocolate top, right? drops with um, sprinkles. Yeah. There's no mint. Oh, okay. it's just chocolate drops. Are the sprinkles, with sprinkles on are the, the outside? Okay, this right. Are, are the sp- yeah. are the sprinkle? They're like white, right? Yeah. Are those do those have a flavor, or are they just? I think they're just like sugar, just sugar, just like know. candy. See, the best Junior Mint is one that's been released recently, where they're covered with little little bits of peppermint, mm-hmm. so they look like the spinies from Mario Bros. Mm. Only yeah, so they're a little more crunchier from the little shards of peppermint. Like on, them. like on peppermint bark? Yep. Kinda, oh, oh, man. Like, like, God, I love peppermint bark. Okay, uh, real quick interjection here. Mike and Ike. People have claimed that the name may have come from the comic strip Mike and Ike. They look alike which had ended by the 1940s, or the name may have referred to the Matina brothers, two of whom, nicknamed Mike and Ike, were billed as circus dwarves and had roles as munchkins in the 1939 film 
the Wizard of Oz. Oh, sorry about your asbestos. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about mean, your whole recording. Yeah, sorry about your entire your process right, there. Yeah, sorry to hear that Toto was paid more than you. <laughs> Other proposals include a company-wide contest, the creator's names being Mike and Ike, a vaudeville song titled Mike and Ike, and Dwight D. Eisenhower, whose nickname was Ike. Just Born acquired the Rotter Candy Company in 1953 and produced new flavors of the candy, such as cotton candy. That sounds delicious. Additional flavors, such as root beer, also sounds delicious, came in the 1960s, and others have been introduced off and on since. So there's really um, no clarification as to the origin of the name. It's a mystery. Some things are better left unsolved, maybe. I don't know. I believe it's... My number four? Yeah. My number four is something I loved as a kid. I do not like them now. I think they're gross now. I know a lot of people love them. Primarily, my kids fucking love them. And the first time I ever saw them was at the movie theater, and then the next time I saw them, they were at Hollywood Video. That is Cookie Dough Bites. Mm, Cookie Dough Bites. Cookie Dough Bites. I'm not familiar with them. Do not like them. Never, never much of been much of a cookie dough fan. uh, First time I ever saw was at our movie theater. What is? Is it like an eggless cookie dough? Yeah, it's cookie like some kind of cookie dough simulacrum covered in chocolate. Covered in chocolate. I can can remember those coming out at our movie theater, and that was the first time I'd ever seen them too. Yep. So I was shocked when I saw them in Hollywood in Hollywood video. Then my parents would buy them for me. They would not. When they didn't buy anything when we go see a movie. The, the, the three times we ever did. No snacks, no drinks, no, nothing whatsoever. I wanted them so badly, and I knew, like, I, they're never going to buy me anything. I'm never going to have these. And then when I saw them in Hollywood video, they bought me a box, and I loved them then. I think they taste fucking gross as hell now. Hmm. Hmm. But some people probably like them, so number four. Are they from, the, like, the... Because there are other candy that have bites. Like, doesn't like Butterfinger have like bites? Yeah, BBs. BBs. Is it is it like that, but cookie dough? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, You've probably see. seen the box. It looks like Maybe. yellow background with curtains on the side. Yeah, I'm going to look it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Chris, your last one. Okay, I'm going to go a little out of left field here and go with uh, Boston Baked Beans. Those are so good. The, they are from the Ferrara Pan Company, uh, creators of Lemonheads and Cherry Clan, as I've mentioned before. <laughs> the old Tadpog staple, Cherry Clan. <laughs> <laughs> Boston baked beans. So good. So good. They're like sugar babies. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. I've seen the box before. I, I remember seeing the box as a kid and like seeing that it said beans on there. Like, and it was no, like never, no. <laughs> never <laughs> baked never. beans. I don't want that. They as a eat candy. those on toast in yeah. England. <laughs> <laughs> that carried over into like adulthood. I'm still like, nope, nope. Didn't trust them as a kid. Don't trust them now. Yeah, they taste like sugar babies. They're they're the same kind of candy. It's caramelized sugar, basically. I'm looking at my list here, and I'm surprised I have any teeth left. No <laughs> shit, man. I get it. We to me? Yep. Um, I'm pretty sure I've seen Airheads at movie theaters before. Um, so Airheads? Okay. Yep. I like Airheads. I like Airheads. There's like, they're like a go-to gas station candy for me. I'm, I love I love this draft very much, but if it could be like top five rappers of all time, dial on, dial on, dial on. I mean, it would be popcorn for me the whole way down the list. Yeah. Okay. My turn? Yes, sir. Yes. Hot dogs. 
I, I don't eat uh, many hot dogs, but a movie theater hot dog, it's always, I love having a hot dog in a movie. I think it's good. If I, I rarely buy food items. Like, you know, it's mostly candy for me. But uh, if I do, if I'm hungry enough, if I miss lunch, I will buy a hot mm. dog and I love them. It's like a good hot dog. Especially if they've been rolling around on that skewer for about 48 See, hours. I, li- I like the hot dog rotator belt. I like the, all that stuff at a gas station. Melissa thinks I'm disgusting when I go in and I'm perusing all the flavors on the rollers. <laughs> 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 so my number five is something I never had until Jacob and I went to see, I think it was Gangs of New York. And that's a and Murray. That's a thick boy to go see in the theater. Yeah, that movie's long. He bought these in the theater, gave me one because they are expensive (laughs) as hell, but they're so good. And that would be dibs. 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 I remember dibs. Dibs. So they had the little freezer. It was like six bucks, even in two thousand two. So that's what I was thinking of when you said the cookie dough bites. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember the name of dibs because that's just straight up. That's like bonbons, right? That's ice cream covered in chocolate. Ice cream covered in crunch. Yeah. Yeah. And chocolate. Yeah. That's like that's like yeah yeah. Those are great. I love love dibs. Do they exist still? I don't know. It's a good question. Chris, any honorable mentions? Oh, um, I, just like free soda and free popcorn, because that's that's all <laughs> we would do. Take the free soda and free popcorn. I, I, I'll, I'll say M and M's. How about M and M's? That's I mean, a good I can't honorable no mention. Yeah, I t- yeah, I love M and M's. I guess, but I think I love them because I'm supposed to. But I'd, I'd stray from that because I feel like I, can, I don't get any of these other treats unless I'm at the movie theater. I yeah, like- M and M's are common. Yeah. I like dots. Dots. Are I think dots are like Jack well. loves dots. Yeah, one of the mm-hmm. few things he will just like fuck yeah and eat is dots. The the most fun part of dots is honestly for me is picking them out of my teeth after I eat <laughs> yeah. them. I mean that it's, sounds it like, is no but I it's, get that. it's satisfying. That's why that's why I like Swedish fish in the in the movie theater. That's my honorable mention would be Swedish fish. Yeah, don't care for Swedish fish. I love Swedish fish. There's a Swedish fish energy drink that I really like. Yeah. Um, bottle caps. Bottle caps. I like oh, bottle caps. A lot yeah. of people don't. I feel like that's I a controversial do. one. Very but. good one. Uh, and sweet tarts. I put it yeah. as a movie theater treat because, again, it's one of those things I rarely even think to eat unless I'm at the movie that's theater. That's a gas station one for me, too. Yeah. I, I eat more candy at the gas station than I do at the movie <laughs> theater. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, and you buy the candy at the gas station and take it to the movie theater. Right. That's totally what I need to start doing other than th- – then I probably actually eat it because whenever I'm just watching something, I'll pretty much eat – I won't think about it. I'll just be like, eh, yeah, it's a treat. Yeah. I can eat whatever I want in this dark room for two hours and it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't count. It doesn't right. in the dark. It's like vacation. Time has no meaning. <laughs> Calories have no meaning right. here. Yes. It's like during road trips, too. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, I have to be careful on road trips. That's, yeah. That's when I eat all those sweet tarts and airheads and um, pork rinds. That's a big, like, gourmet food for me. Combos is a good road food for me. That's pretty much the only time I eat those. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can you buy combos, like, not at a gas station? Like, can you go into a grocery store and get combos? They're at the dollar store. Uh, they have them at Kroger and stuff, but like usually they don't have the neat flavors. It's usually yeah, it's like just nacho pizza cheese or nacho cheese. Else. Yeah, that's true. And then, but at the 
convenience store, there's the Buffalo type. Yeah, the combos folks know. Oh, like, man. The, where, yeah, where is shit Honey sells. Sriracha combos, number one. Fuck. Buffalo Damn. blue cheese, number two. Buffalo blue cheese are fucking oh. delicious. Honey Sriracha? Honey wow. Fucking phenomenal. I bet. I bet. Yep. Let's do a combos draft next week. I couldn't. I mean, sure. I need to do some research. <laughs> we have to Google combos and just pick them out. What sounds good? Right no. now, I'd be like, uh, pizza. I need to go to the gas station for some things that I needed for the show. I'll be right back. I never. I, it's it's been a long time since I had combos, but yeah, that's a good good road trip food. You guys want to take a break and then get into Aerobiz and Aerobiz Supersonic? Yes. Oh, Let's yes. get down to Aerobiznes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and we are out. Ipana presents Bucky Beaver Space Guard. Brush it, brush it, brush Here's the new Ipana with the brand new flavor. It's dandy for your teeth. It's the K-Germ, and he's headed this way. <laughs> I'm gonna make cavities in everybody's teeth. Now, Beaver, I'm gonna blast holes in your teeth. Hi, Pana! New Ipana knocks out decay germs best of all eating brands, including fluoride toothpaste. Brush it, brush it, brush it. Here's the new Ipana with the brand new flavor. Knocks out DK germs. Best, fresh, clean, and minty. You'll like it. New Ipana toothpaste. All right, we're back for the game talk. Talk, talk, talk. All right, Aerobiz and Aerobiz Supersonic. You, we, whenever Dave hit the printed the randomizer. And your name was entered beside this, Chris. Yeah, I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure I requested this uh, back when I was there for the Sonic Spinball episode. So little little peek into Chris history. Uh, I'm I'm Chris an aircraft mechanic. Yes. That's what I went to college for. So I went to SIU Carbondale, and um, after I graduated, I went up to Chicago and I worked for three different airlines in four years. Uh, I started. August 27th, 2001. So two weeks after I started my career, oh, September 11th happened and kind of put a little little shakeup on my plans. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So I, I worked at Midway Airport for about a year and a half, and then I worked at O'Hare Airport for about three years after that. I've been to O'Hare. Me too. I, most, most everyone has, right? Right. It's a big hub. So um, it's because of this game, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm legitimately curious. How did like I know how September 11th like affected a bunch of people. I don't want to make this dark or anything, but oh no, listen. I've got all manner of September 11th <laughs> shit to bring up during this part of the show. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I am not even kidding. Okay, okay. So but, it is what it is. But I'm curious like how that did how that did affect you, Chris. I mean like I, I know it changed things, but like in what way? Because I don't really understand like I don't understand airports or like how they work. And that's <laughs> apparent right. by this. How book. much <laughs> how much time do you have? I know it's it's getting late, but 
<laughs> I think a so, good six-hour episode would be refreshing. <laughs> let's let's yeah, see if we throw fine, this into a 9-11 fine. episode. <laughs> Two Roots and 9-11 talk. Episode 713. <laughs> Chris shows up for 9-11 talk. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Well, okay, so I'm going to try to do this as quick as I can. So before 9-11 happened, there was a lot of talk about all these all these people that got hired like during Vietnam era they're all going to retire and they're going to need so many airplane mechanics and so many pilots the the airlines are going to be hiring people like crazy so like when you go to college that's a really good job to go for so there was kind of a lot of us that were like there were a few airlines that were paying really well and it was it was kind of like okay this is your goal you know go start now Started a little commuter airline flying to little cities like Springfield, Illinois, or Lexington, Kentucky. I think we flew there, South Bend, Indiana, places like that. So you, you would start off at a small commuter airline, work for two or three years, then hopefully make the jump to like United Airlines, <laughs> American Airlines, Southwest, whatever. And then five or six years later, you're making 30, 40 bucks an hour and everything's great. But... September 11th, uh, it did other things too, but uh, it kind of shook up the whole process of how long it would take you to climb that ladder to get a good job working for the airlines or any aviation job, period. I don't know how that translates to, I mean, you'd think the demand would go up for, you know, or they all good stick mechanics just because they felt like it's our personnel. duty to stick around or... You know, well, it, so, so uh, you know... From from what I saw, firsthand experience, the airlines really started cutting back and laying people off. Hmm. Um, it's kind of like what just happened with COVID a few years ago. Well, I was going to say, is this because of the financial problems of people suddenly not wanting to fly because they're scared or they're afraid they're yes. like they did in, with 2020 with COVID and things like that? Yeah, COVID was a much like bigger version of this and a longer time, but September 11th kind of threw like a year-long wrench into the whole process. So um, during the during like the three or four years after September 11th, uh, United Airlines declared bankruptcy, American Airlines declared bankruptcy, a few other large airlines merged. So every time that would happen, you know, some of the experienced mechanics from the big airlines would get laid off, and they would trickle down to those smaller airlines, the commuter airlines. So then when the commuter airlines are filled up with these experienced people, then the dude straight out of college, like myself, didn't have a place to go. Right. So it, it, I did manage to stay employed in the years between 01 and 05 at airlines, but I was always like one step ahead of, of being laid off. Um, a couple of the airlines. So I work for three airlines. One of them is still in business. The other two are long gone. I don't think that's my fault, but that's my record. <laughs> that's not what they said. <laughs> yeah, we have a letter here uh, I'd like to read. No, just... <laughs> we have two oh, no, more special finally, guests. They finally found me. It's been 20 years. Long story short, I caused 9 11. <laughs> I'm sorry. They were supposed to bounce off. <laughs> George oh, Bush Lord. gave me a lot of money. I didn't know that jet fuel would go right through steel beams. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy what I was responsible for without even realizing it. <laughs> I hated Pete Davidson's dad. <laughs> God. Oh so, my! Lord. Wait, wait till we get to the achievements. I, I have a nine eleven. Achievement. I do too. I do too. All right. Oh God, right. I hope High they're five. the same. Virtual and we definitely did not collab on <laughs> you this. You guys would be twins. Uh, we, uh, 
I was going to ask something about that too, and now it slipped my mind already. Oh, so with regards to Aerobiz and Aerobiz Supersonic, so this, uh, Dave, remind me, when did this game come out? Uh, this was an early game. This came out in uh, 1992 for uh, in, in Japan. The original did. Uh, and then it had a 93 release, I believe, in North America. And then the, the sequel, Supersonic, uh, came out in 94. So, Chris, my question for you on that is, did this game play a part in your desire to become involved in working for airlines or... Was this after the fact, after you had already kind of been in there and you found this later? How did that work? Yeah, so so this was actually an after the fact thing. Um, I I when I was in high school, about my junior year, I kind of started drifting towards wanting to become a pilot. Mm-hmm. I took I took a free flight uh, in St. Louis. They were you know giving away free flights in a small plane. I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. I took that flight and it was like, wow, like this is really cool. Like people do this for a job. What? Why wouldn't everybody do this? You okay. know, I'd mm-hmm. be stupid not to. So, I kind of drifted myself towards the aviation in general. Uh, then I went down to SIU Carbondale and I started my pilot classes and I did about eighty hours. I do have my private pilot's license, but during my classes, I discovered that I would get airsick, which had, <laughs> a bad thing to happen. <laughs> right, when, when you're, you're driving the plane. Right. Yes. So I, I had flown on plenty of airlines as a teenager, you know, flying to Florida, California. But it's a whole different thing when you're actually flying the plane and having to, like, look down and read a map and look at the oh, instruments sure. and look outside. You just and learned to throw really, up with your eyes it really open. did a number. I'm sorry? You just learned to throw up with your eyes open. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That there was there was one time where I was with my flight instructor and I did actually get sick, and that was kind of like, okay, <laughs> pilot, not the job for me. So then I decided, you know, I still wanted to be around aviation. I had kind of gotten the bug. It's just it's fun to be at the airport, seeing things happen, seeing planes fly. Um, oh, I love it. Yeah, I don't, I don't a, mind. It's a cool out the feeling, airport. right? I it is. We were. Whenever we were in Louisville for the Arcade Expo, John and I were at this bar, or it was actually the, the, a different type of bar where girls take their clothes off. Oh, uh, I thought it, you were and, taking uh, the exams. Yeah. <laughs> I was taking the bar exam. <laughs> then we went to a bar. We did that for fun. John and I decided to go take the bar exam. Hey, you think we could be lawyers? At the Arcade Expo. <laughs> <laughs> so they, have, they have the home console room, and then they have the bar exam right. room. Let's go to Indiana, see if we can pass the bar. <laughs> Walk-in bar <laughs> exams. Yeah. So... <laughs> Bar exams served here. <laughs> so anyway, we were out back having a smoke and looked up, and there was just this giant plane flying right overhead. And I, I can't when I'm driving into Nashville or something, and I see the planes landing, and I can't can't take my eyes off of it. So yeah, I get that. I get that pull. I do. I love being at the yeah, airport. I I think I remember an Onion headline pretty recently where it was a, a guy sitting by the window seat in an airplane, and it said like. You know, area moron looks out window of airplane like it's 1956. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still, every time I, I fly, yeah. I still want to look down and yeah. I'm like, hey, there's my house, there's yeah. the highway. I know what that is. I just, for Same. whatever reason, yeah. it just got me. And I like it. I've flown a lot in my life, and I'm still, I'm still all about looking out the window. So I get it. And if you were, if you were in Louisville and it was late at night when you were passing your bar exam. <laughs> Most likely, that would be a. UPS oh, I didn't pass. Plane, which is probably why it was big. I uh, may may have been. Yeah, it was very. It was Louis, coming Louisville's in. Big. 
yeah, cargo hub. Yeah, it was coming in for a landing. I can't remember um, what the markings were, but yeah, it was cool. Like yeah, just sit, yeah. look so, up, and giant plane fly, flying over. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah. So I, like I said, I just kind of sort of drifted into it, and I guess I can back up a little bit and just say, you know, I grew up in St. Louis, and for a long time, McDonnell Douglas aircraft was based in St. Louis. So we built lots of fighter jets in St. Louis. Um, the company McDonnell Douglas also builds commercial airplanes, which are in the game. Hey, I know we'll them uh-huh. <laughs> yes. from, a, from yes. a movie from this game. Yep. What movie? Oh, yeah, I, I remember it was a movie with Tom Selleck and the guy from Batteries Not Included, the dad. And he had Alzheimer's, and he found a bunch of stock in McDonnell Douglas. And he would always Ow. talk about McDonald's. We'll take you to McDonald's, oh, Paul. I know The whole that. time he wasn't yeah, talking about it, he was that. talking about the stocks that was worth a million dollars that yes, he had. I do remember that. I don't remember oh, wow. the movie, but yes, I remember that. Very so cool. I okay, that, yeah, I did not that know that. Did not know that. Let us know in chat if you know the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Bit.ly slash chatbog discord. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't even remember. Where I was. Oh, just, just why I got into aviation. So yeah, I had to do something besides pilot. So I kind of slid into the maintenance and I've always been kind of, I've built a lot of models when I was a kid of planes, cars, I guess I'm good with my hands. So aircraft maintenance seemed said. to be the next logical step when you can't be a pilot. So that's, it was kind of like choice number two in the draft for careers. Right. What I wound up taking. And so then you found AeroBiz and was like, wait, this is cool. I could pretend to be an airline CEO. Basically. Yeah. 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 It was just kind of like, I can't, it was more like, I can't believe they made a game for like the four people in the world that would find <laughs> yeah. it. Right. Exactly. And hey, there's four people could play the game at the same time. So that works out perfectly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we only have to make one copy. Right. So we may all live together. <laughs> um, so yeah, like you said, Ian, this game, these games are airline management simulators, biz- business management simulators. Yep. You're you're handling all of the um, negotiation. You're right. Yeah, you got flying planes. Yes, and there are different there are different um, scenarios where you, they will tell you that you need to meet a uh, certain, you have to make a certain number of connecting flights mm-hmm. um, and you'll have to meet a certain like quota for passenger number of passengers, or it might be um, uh, you have to meet a certain um, profit level profit margin. Um, and it's all stuff that um, I don't have any experience with and was very, difficult don't. for me. To, I know. I, I've lied on my resume. I lied on my <laughs> podcasting resume. CEO of McDonald's Planes? It <laughs> uh, checks out. Whatever. Turns out one of the fastest ways to wreck your shit in both of these games is to lay off Chris Edler and lower your repair budget. <laughs> you that are gone real fast. <laughs> See... I was struggling with something else because in that you bring up the budgets. Yeah, you have like there are three different budgets. There's like the maintenance budget, the advertising budget, and then the service budget. And it's like I had the opposite problem where it's like I'm scared to lower any of these. Max, max, max. <laughs> as you should be, as you should be as an airline employee. Yes, do not shut that down. Yeah, but then meanwhile I'm like, ah, oh, f- 
shit. I'm hemorrhaging money. Yeah, it's like, it's like, I'm like, and like what, what fucked me is, um, I didn't really understand in the beginning of the game when I started it, I didn't understand how the slot system worked. Like you have to like send out people to negotiate with airports. Mm. They negotiate the number of slots you can have at the airport. And it's like, I didn't really have a gauge of how many I needed. So I was being I like, I have oh. so many reps, sales reps too to send out. Right. And I didn't see a cost for those either. So I was like, I don't know how much I'm spending. Give them all. I'll want them all. No, I would the opposite, which oh. was the which was a problem because my budgets were all max. So like I'm like, I don't know. I guess like two slots. So I'm buying like two slots at like all these different airports and I'm doing really good for like two years. And then what happens is the competing airline in North America, which is where I was based, um, was started like booming and i was like what the f how are they how are they destroying me and i'm looking like i'm i'm looking and it's like oh they have like eight slots at every airport yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. oops i guess i should have bought more of those and they're like can i buy some now nope. no sorry they're all full and it's like well i guess i quit because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i don't what I can i do I go bankrupt. i'm done yep. <laughs> so look at the box art for this game i What'd want this one first okay <laughs> okay the fucking box art for the Aerobiz. <laughs> Tell me that this isn't a guy in the fucking World Trade Center getting oh, ready no. to get hit by a plane. <laughs> he's even holding the phone like he takes it away from his ear and he's looking like, Jesus Christ, I think that plane... <laughs> <laughs> that plane's I mean, Close? <laughs> that, Doris? 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 Doris is that <laughs> close? He, he, does, he looks like Michael Scott. I think the guy it on does. the box looks like Michael Scott. It is the first thing I thought of when I looked at this box art. <laughs> because of the perspective, it looks like the plane is banking around. And it's in New York. You can see the Empire State Building in the background. I mean, I, I was like, this yep. is crazy. It would it, make sense that that's where he is. I'm surprised. Right? I yes, because the I think you're smart to start in New York, obviously, and but I mean it's just like you know the conspiracy. Some conspiracy theorist out there somewhere had to have picked this as a for you know a a, a prophecy of some foreshadowing. <laughs> Thank you. I, I could. That's all I could think of. I know the uh, evil vegan in the Scott Pilgrim game. Now he will have designed this game. So tell yeah. you. <laughs> I mean, just take a guys take a good look at the box art and tell me that this guy isn't in the World Trade Center about to get hit with an airplane. Um, I saw a TikTok about the first Mario Brothers movie. Like this didn't age well to where stuff is happening in our world that's happening in their world. It's like what? What's happening over there? And the trades, the trade towers just disappear. Oh, it's like oh, okay, that didn't, okay. That didn't age well. Uh, and then the one for Supersonic, it, I don't know, that one's even weirder in a different way. You've got like this woman standing right next to what looks like the same dude, so he must have survived nine uh, eleven. <laughs> And uh, well, hit that other building. He, but he's, I guess I'm safe then. <laughs> he's he's holding his hand up like he's talking and gesturing with his hand. But honestly, it looks to me like he's demonstrating how he'd like her to stroke him off because she looks <laughs> she looks like she's just 
I don't know, like an Android sex slave. Doris! <laughs> Doris 2.0. Doris did not survive uh, the first game, the 9-11 in the first game. So this is Doris 2.0. I don't know. The box art was just upsetting and disturbing to me. A little Gordon gecko And what, what bothered me was mm-hmm. it's only like a year and a half difference between when these games came out. And the first September 11th box is kind of like normal time. The guy's talking on a cell phone. By the year and a half later when Supersonic comes out, the guy's looking at a hologram and there's some fucking space plane that never existed. <laughs> right, right. That's what bothered me. So it was the future. Mm-hmm. What bothered me was on the box art, the logo for Aerobiz, the O in Aerobiz looks like the plane's goat seat. it's like the designer was like i know it would be cool and it's like that doesn't make sense making the o part of the plane doesn't make sense because planes don't have big o's on them (laughs) that's what they thought they looked like in 2020 maybe (laughs) since that's a mode i'm glad it says like business sim on the cover so you don't get tricked. <laughs> right. Yeah, that is true. And I and I honestly do think, especially in the first game in Aerobiz, I feel like I feel like the art direction on it is is really it's done really well because it feels corporate. Like it, oh, yeah. this does not look like a child's game. This looks very <laughs> no. much like we know the audience. We're gonna we're gonna target that audience instead of, like you said, Tyler, instead of tricking kids and yeah. uh Thinking this Your is uncle a flight will have sim this, and you will play it when you're over there. Not yeah, understand this what's is an happening. uncle game, yeah. like one thousand percent. Not even a dad game; it's an uncle uh, game. My dad maybe maybe would have played it because he also <laughs> has that aviation bug, and ah. and I could. Here's with my dad though. I could see him appreciating the business sim, but I think he'd get frustrated with it at a certain point and be like, "This is fake money. Why am I?" Doing, this, <laughs> well, you know, right. like yeah, I could we could do make make real money. Let's Why? start it. Let's start our own airline. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I've got what I need. <laughs> I've, been I've been trained. I've been trained. Well, after your experience playing this game, if you were to compare it to a movie or celebrity or anything like that, compare your experience, what would it be? Can uh, I please go first? Yes, because I really don't want someone to take this. You're gonna take mine. I don't At know. least one of them. I don't know. If I'm not like, both. I'm trying to beat Chris Edler because I feel like he might come in with this angle. Well, go. Uh-oh. You go first, then, Dave. I'm going with Eric Clapton. Didn't get. Oh my didn't god. Oh my god. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Chris knows what's up. I'm going with Eric Clapton because I played as um, an American airline in Aerobiz Supersonic, which I preferred over the original. So I spent most of my time at Supersonic. It's a better game. It's a better game. Everything I I, I didn't play the other one because I heard everybody was like Supersonic's way better. Okay. Must spend my time yep. on this one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason I went with Eric Clapton is because I played as a North American airline, and because of that, I spent a lot of time on the North American map. Mm-hmm. And each map for each continent has a different song. The song on the North American map is Tears from Heaven. Like it is, it <laughs> oh, is wow. Tears from Heaven. Like if it were on the Weather Channel, like it in the, in the 90s, it is. And it's like, I don't know how they put that in the game because like it's, 
I mean, I, I'm assuming the Clapton so, lawyers never heard it. Well, they, yeah, <laughs> probably not. They someone probably had it, it stuck in their head on their way to work, and uh, had to sit down and write the music for Aerobiz Supersonic today. And didn't even oh, realize oh, fuck, it. that's due today? Shit! This is good. And, the, and they're like, gosh, this is a great song. Yeah, Listen, wow. We're definitely Tom using did it. this? <laughs> <laughs> Let's muzak this shit. <laughs> Chris? Yeah, I'm, cross, I'm crossing that off my list because that song is playing in my head. Absolutely. I couldn't... I had to, like... I had to turn the sound, I had to turn the music off because it was, yeah. it started to, it's just, it loops, you know? And it's mm. like, all it did was make me want to listen to the real song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, my movie pick of the week for this was Catch Me If You Can, mm, yeah. starring Leonardo DiCaprio, because in this game, you pretend to run an airline with no real actual knowledge of how to be an airline CEO, much like Leonardo pretends to be an airline pilot all throughout this movie. Pretty good movie. It's all bullshit now, we find out later that... Which makes sense. It is. The guy, Frank Abagnale was a con man. It almost makes it better, honestly. And it, that, the, it's just oh. recently been uncovered that... Everything that took place in that movie, which was heralded as a true story, but it was a true story that was told in By the words a of a con man, <laughs> and uh, turns out most of the shit that happened in that movie wasn't true. Doesn't make it any less of no. a good movie. In and fact, I think that's the moral. I think, like you said, it makes it a little better. Uh, that's yeah. That's that's. <laughs> Yeah, that's the essential unreliable narrator. Yeah. So he so he made all that shit up and then became the FBI analyst right. based off fake information. And he still does he that work, and that's good for him. He managed to yeah. get himself into a good, lucrative career. Uh, but yeah, that's the movie I picked just because, especially the, the airline stuff from the 50s and 60s when it was just in its infancy. Right, yeah. And it was such a big deal. And it, uh, yeah. I love I love that. That era, in when we talk about, um, if we're talking about airlines and and travel, that era was my favorite to to read and watch stories about. I'm curious how how it really was because I feel like I feel like it's idealized now. Oh yeah, it's probably. very super fucking sexy. You know, like anytime it's shown, like Austin like, Powers. Yeah, really? I mean everything about it. I mean, like, and I know that people used to like dress up when they would go fly. Like, you know, yeah. men would wear suits and stuff. But like, I'm curious. Like, they'd have somewhere to put their cigarette cases, right? Yeah, <laughs> I want to, but I want to know like what what it. I, like I wish I could go back in time just and to just, like, observe yeah, and just see observe. if it was yeah. just really like that, or if that's the. Um, you know, marketing from the fifties right. that really, and of course, I'm a sucker for marketing. Sure, especially Have four cocktails with the pilot, then get on the plane, smoke a cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> well, and especially old school Mad Men style right. marketing right. that was like super groundbreaking and creative, and they really threw their whole creative energies into everything. You know, and I do think you know. It's like my grandmother's kitchen wasn't like the kitchen of the future that they would have on in the little expos and fairs and right. stuff that you would see right. in the Carousel of you Progress. Know. Right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. It wasn't like that, but it was. It was close. So it was the. Do, do you guys? Do you guys want to know what happened? Yeah. Yeah. 
So okay, the airlines used to be regulated by the government. So the and I'm not I'm not going off on a crazy tangent here, but the airlines used to it's be nine eleven man. <laughs> it's nine eleven. I'm telling you. So the air the government used to tell a certain airline you can fly from here to here this many times a day. So the airlines up until 1978. They could com- they, the only thing they com- could compete with was service. So it was like, hey, we're going to give you the cigar mm. bar or we're going to have the best food or whatever. After 1978, the airlines were deregulated, and then it was just free-for-all, like everybody's trying to go for the lowest price and fuck the next guy over. And that is why it changed from the 50s happy time to, like, cattle car like it is today. Wow. Okay, so it probably was fairly close to what we've been led to believe. I- I would tend to think so, nice. yeah. I mean, because cool. that's all they could compete on was service, and not, we'll not schedule. And we'll not never flights. experience that. Nope, it's gone. <clears throat> but no, about paying $10,000 right. for a seat. Yeah, I also right. think about <laughs> yeah. that where it's like, yeah, I wouldn't, someone like me would not be flying in an airplane in the 50s. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know? I'm sure that was, that was akin to space travel. Right. And, you know, I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I can imagine it wasn't terribly affordable. Well, it wasn't when I ran the airline because I jacked those prices up every time, fifty percent over the profit. Yeah, Tyler, what movie did you pick? So I have a certain celebrity in a certain movie. Oh, okay. So Leslie Nielsen in Airplane. God, nice. Oh yeah. Don't call me Shirley. So, so Leslie. So the game, Leslie Nielsen is the game. Dry, straight, stoic. But I think this game has still a lot of value and is fun, so Airplane the movie. Okay. So mm-hmm. straight, dry, but still fun. Still a good good entertainment. Right. Leslie Nielsen in Airplane. Okay. Okay. Chris, did, did we hit your movie? Not yet. And and I'm going to go a little more just, just straight-laced here. Have you guys watched Ra- the movie Wall Street recently with Charlie Sheen and Martin Sheen? It's been a minute, uh, but I've seen it. <clears throat> So a lot of the plot of that movie is about Charlie Sheen. His dad works for an airline as a mechanic, and Charlie Sheen, the stock stock trader guy, is is bringing Gordon Gecko, the big oh, yeah, uh, yeah. you know corporate raider guy, and they are trying to fuck over Charlie Sheen's father's airline to 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 make money. Yes. So I think the most straight laced answer is Wall Street because it is you're running an airline and you don't really know what you're doing because that character in that movie doesn't know what he's doing. Okay, good pick. So, what about a Nick Cage movie? Con Air uh, for everybody, or yeah, Con Air. <laughs> I mean, that's mine. That's yeah, mine. At the same time, Con World Air. Trade Center. <laughs> Is that a movie? It's a Nick Cage movie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Me neither. Because of nine eleven. <laughs> noticing a theme here. <laughs> I'm not coming off of this. <laughs> You sounded a little like Arnold. Because of 9 11. <laughs> oh, he's my cousin. Because of 9 11. He's my cousin. Did you not know? I forgot to mention Arnie. I didn't, cousin no, I didn't Arnie. I didn't. Actually, he's my uncle, and he had this game. See, that makes sense. And then we sit around and played it God. and talked about 9 11. Damn it. I'd love to watch Arnold Schwarzenegger stream this. The airport security it does nothing. No, I didn't go Con Air. I was like, I had forgotten that this mo- that he was in a movie about the World Trade Center, and uh, yeah, I did Nick Cage nine eleven movie. Boom, first hit. I was like, oh yeah, shit, I'm picking that one <laughs> because of nine eleven. Chris, what'd you have? 
Uh, I I did Wall Street. Oh, Nick Cage. Yeah, Nick, Nick Cage, Cage just Con Air. That's Con and, Air. Yeah, yeah everyone else like Con Air. Con Air. It's fair. All right. How about three good things? Wake up, sheeple. It's World Trade Center. <laughs> Nick Cage did 9-11. <laughs> Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> you guys might wind up very insightful, Sharon. <laughs> I don't care. We want people to listen. Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Three, yeah, was gonna... Sorry. Sorry. Three good things. Uh, I I um I thought picking the era in it was a cool feature. You could pick the 2000s or the you know 1950s or the whatever. The dawn know. of yeah yeah. I think that yeah. was kind of neat that, that you could neat. do that. I like that. Uh, basically, in my mind, that splits it into three whole games mm-hmm. right in one because it's totally different economics and mm-hmm. totally different travel habits mm-hmm. and things like that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, with four different difficulties to each one. Exactly. I mean, that's you know, and I I. I like that they could take advantage of the system and essentially create these different, all these different modes without overcomplicating it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was a, that's a really cool feature to mm-hmm. me. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was great that you have different, you were talking about the different modes. I thought it was great that four people can play this game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that is cool, I, and I think I think that's neat. I think it would take forever. I don't think you'd actually finish a four-player game because it's like <laughs> unless you're a family that does nothing else but play Aerobiz, you know, like <laughs> we bought it, we're gonna finish it, you know, like one of those. Dudes. It's oh, Saturday. <laughs> Seven <laughs> weeks of this so far. That's the only way I think yeah. you can finish a game. Yeah. It's kind of like I, who turned off the Super NES? <laughs> you want a car for your 16th birthday? Well, you gotta beat the whole family at Aerobiz <laughs> Supersonic. <laughs> You can you can save the game. So there oh, that's is, right. So that's there right. Is, there is that's right. there is that. But I just, it's, I just pictured. I want to play Mario. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> we leave that on. It right? <laughs> it's like burned into the screen. <laughs> like the, you're watching the news. And you just see just the, map, the panel uh, a sixteen the bit map of North America. <laughs> the family eating breakfast with tears in heaven playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, but I thought it was I thought it was great that four people could play. Um, I think it's it's funny to me that the your options are when you choose a player, it's like either CPU or man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like one P, two P, three man. You are man. <laughs> um, one of the other things that I thought was neat about that part of it, where you could pick the era, was I, I think it would be cool. Uh, that they do a ROM hack of it so that we get actual like flight economics from 9-11 era and COVID era because the last year in the one the new is 2020. 2020, yeah. And that would have been right smack around the time that COVID was affecting air travel as much as Perfect it was. Perfect time to just end the game and say fuck it. Right. Yeah. Aviation's dead. <laughs> The real conspiracy is that, I think. <laughs> Why does it end in 2020? Hmm. Oh, think no. about it. Man. Man. I like that the SNES has this option. You know, a lot of times I don't think these games translate super well, but I'm glad that they're there because I, I never, I mean, I was much older by the time I got a, a PC. Yeah, So I sure. This kind of stuff was just, I didn't get an opportunity to play it. Yeah. Because it wasn't. 
it wasn't out there really. Yeah, so it I'm was glad definitely it very PC centric for yeah. this type of genre. And even the other games that the developer Koei had done are don't have this business lilt to them. Oh, it's way They're, more approachable than all the other Koei right, games. In yeah, because it's like, not a it's more. not a war game like yeah. a lot of those are. And it makes it makes you can wrap your head around this one more than medieval Japan or. Oh yeah, no, it's medieval totally relatable. Land, Everybody's like, been to an airport. Everybody's yeah. been on an airplane. They at not least... everybody has assembled eight <clears throat> gems to reconstruct an evil dragon. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not everybody. <laughs> I did not do that for a job straight out of college. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought like the economy and profit margins and all that kind of stuff was fairly easy to understand. I mean, it, they broke it down into the simplest possible terms, but still made it feel realistic, mm -hmm. you know? Um, the city having, just having like a points value for every city based on like, you know, the amount of tourism is a this number and the amount yeah. of business travel is this number kind of thing. Yeah. To help you easily decide whether or not this was a city you wanted to fly to type of deal or how you're going to maximize profit. Um, so yeah, I thought yeah. that was, I thought that was well presented. Yeah. It could have been a lot more complicated. It wasn't terribly I mean, it's easy, pretty complicated. but yeah, but it wasn't but, as hard yeah. as or as complicated as it could be. If this were like a PC version of this game, I would see being a hell of a lot more complicated, mm. you know, I a lot more that. nuanced, but harder to play. Like, this is sort of like baby's first airline CEO simulator for the big guy, for the big one when you get to the PC and you, you really want to get into the hard shit, you know? Yeah, I, 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 I agree with the sentiment. I do, but I do feel like, I do feel like this is a, a pretty complicated game. It's, yeah, no, I, mean, I don't mean to imply that it was easy. Like by they any could, stretch. like this game could have been a lot simpler than they than they. True, yeah, shit I still didn't understand, and you know, got lost. And but I think for its for its audience, it's just right. Yeah, I think for the type of yeah. person that wants to play this game yeah. specifically, especially in ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, this I is mean, spot oh, yeah, on. Yeah. There's nothing nothing else like it mm -hmm. at the time. Yeah. How about and, some? Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, Chris, is this is this game? So, uh, how how did this game? How do you play this game? Is this one that you take seriously? That you come back to? That you really love? Or is it just nostalgia? How's what is this for you? Well, I, I, it's definitely nostalgia. So mm. I, you know, it's not like it's something I play a lot. But if you you know to, to to put yourself in that mode and start start sending flights to certain places, and and I guess the the things I like about it is that like. There are actually the real aircraft manufacturers, and the timeline. That is, is cool. Right. That's like and having the maps are very are very correct. So like McDonnell mm -hmm. Douglas, they made the DC nine, and it comes out in 1969 or whatever. Like the 747 came out in 1970, and that is in the game, so you can kind of get ready <laughs> to to set these routes up because I know this this plane is coming out this year, and that's what I want to get ready that's for. That's great. So that was, I that love that. That is really cool, and it's to me that's like having the actual football team names mm -hmm. in a yes. football game. Game, that I th I'm sure Chris, correct me if I'm wrong, but that has to add to the enjoyment and the realism of the game for oh, a fan of the yeah, genre. Yeah, I, I would not be anywhere close to interested if it was all like fake, you know, GTA cars. <laughs> That's, style right. That's cool. That I thought. Uh, speaking of that, like one of the things I thought uh, this was delightful because I was playing in the early age. Um, 
I thought it was hilarious when like I got like a notification. Hey, there's this new company, Boeing. <laughs> Have you heard of these guys? They're <laughs> not gonna. They're not gonna amount to anything. <laughs> they want to know if we want to buy some planes. Yeah. <laughs> Give them a chance. Give them a chance. <laughs> yeah, that 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 is really neat that they can do that. But I wonder. I wonder if they had to. You know, pay licensing fees. I mean, I didn't see any like recognizable logos or anything. Man, well, uh, they do at, at the beginning the, of the mm-hmm. game. It does run through like a copyright screen, so I I think they mm. probably did pay. Okay, yeah, there are a lot of trademarks because that that blew me away. Because when you do start the game, it is it's like you got to wait, and it's like, damn, I wish this game would hurry up. And then I'm looking, I'm like, why is it, oh? And it's yeah, it's like okay, companies I didn't catch and corporations. That. I and, think it's that just says something about the dedication that the developers had to make this is they wanted this to happen like and be realistic and i think they knew that maybe having the actual manufacturers and stuff in the names and stuff Mm -hmm. was important that's a good that's good yeah shows a lot of character i think i think it's obvious it's apparent that they that they cared about this game i mean not not only in that regard but that's a huge one you know right Uh, right. but also in Particularly in Supersonic, I thought the graphics were nice. I mean, I thought this was yeah. a, a nice looking game. Sure. I, and this is another one where it's like, if we're going back to like PC comparisons, I think if this had come out on the PC, which it did come out on a Japanese computer, but if if a, if like an American company had made a game sim- comparable to this on the PC, I think it would be way uglier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just because I played a lot of PC games in that era, and boy... I it mean, probably would have been pictures. They like, were pretty <laughs> fucking ugly for a yeah. long time. Right. So how about some bad things? I, You know, I didn't have a whole lot of complaints about it. I think that that's because it's so genre-specific, and that's really... or I say genre-specific. I mean more like... I feel like, first of all, and first and foremost, I think this one probably required the manual, like hardcore. So that's oh, one yeah. of my bad things is I looked at the manual and I did not think it was sufficient to properly teach you. I, right. I went okay. in raw dog. I normally read the manuals, <laughs> but I knew this one was going to be long. So it was just like, fuck, I had Monday off. It took Monday off because of th- I was like, fuck it. I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> Dave, I, I am sorry for ruining your Monday to make you play this game all day. No, I, I mean, I, I, so I enjoyed it. I, I mean, I played it. I play these. I play these games for hours, um, and that kind of leads into like one of the bad things about it is that I think that it is unnecessarily things take an unnecessarily long amount of time. I don't know how much of it is the menuing is yes way too long. right. I don't know how much of it is a hardware limitation because switching between menus isn't snappy there's no. like there's like a the text has to finish and before you, you can do you it can yes. fast. you can set it to fast you can set it to fast but that's not, but fast, not enough. fast enough you can hold down on you can hold like X. down on the d-pad yeah. to make it go faster but it just feels clunky it, it it feels slow even then it feels slow um and like but not only that it's like switching from like um i don't know the menus where it's like the budget menu to the flights the connection menu uh-huh. that takes a long time. It 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 takes longer than it should. It feels like, and to me, it feels like well, that's just kind of like that's like a limitation of either the programming or the or the device, right? Uh, because it's not it's not snappy. Mm-hmm. And 
I, I know that sounds like a minor complaint, but after playing the game for probably three hours, I thought, I'm not very far in this game at all. Like two years has progressed and I know I'm learning it on the fly and that's part of it. But like another, once that caught up, I was like, fuck, this is taking for, it's taking forever to do the things that, that I want to do, or it's taking longer than I feel like it should. I would have appreciated a like tutorial gear or, you know, that you could have just seen it so step by step, like, well, you know, look at this, look at like, or in that in the instruction booklet, what the instruction booklet just explained what everything was, but it didn't tell you how to assemble all the pieces. I could have seen, like you're saying, Tyler, a tutorial was like, let's get you started. Right. The first thing we want to do. All right, Junior, let's like. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Kind of walk you through the basics and then we'll turn you loose. Be negotiating for slots. Always be negotiating. Start off with that. <laughs> ABM. ABM. <laughs> um. Yeah, I put that, that coffee down. <laughs> <laughs> Are you negotiating? Did you negotiate any slots? Coffees today? for slaughters. <laughs> Coffees for <laughs> slaughters. It's like they always say. Where did it lose you or gain you? Well, I I liked the game fine. It, it's not my jam. It's not the kind of thing that I generally go in for. Mm-hmm. But I can appreciate it, and I think for the kind of person that is into this sort of thing, hello, right, like Chris, <laughs> for example, you know, I I think right away it 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 won me over immediately from the perspective of if I were, I I wasn't gonna shit on this game because it's not my thing, sure. I went in but thinking... But you see, if it's your thing, it's like, if it were, fuck, this is great. This is great. I think so. I think it's right off the bat. They they serve up exactly what I think that type of gamer is looking for. Oh. And so, yeah, right away, delivered. I, I think this could translate well into a board game or like mm-hmm. a mobile game. Ooh, like I would modern. love... And there may be a board game. I don't even know. A board game of this would be cool. Of Something like this would be really neat. There, There is one that's not exactly like this it's uh it's called airlines euro uh okay it's it's real similar i think it's may even be designed by the same person who designed ticket to ride which is a a train game where Mm. you're trying to connect train routes um airlines euro is similar but there's this where you're trying to connect flight routes but there's a stock mechanic to it where it's like oh. you're tr- you're buying stock in some of the other players airlines <laughs> and um, that stuff's going on on top of it so it's not like it's not as it's not as in depth as like Air, uh, aerobiz right is, but it's a but i wouldn't game. want it to be right because right. it's like now you got to do if it's a board game you got to do all this bookkeeping by excuse hand, me you know? i need us like, <laughs> i need to bring up a spreadsheet <laughs> right yeah on my computer over here yeah the only board game that comes with microsoft excel <laughs> <laughs> you actually have to turn on bloomberg and watch <laughs> okay okay whatever it says i have to do a modifier by okay <laughs> Wow, this is way more complicated than Pop's Ghostly. <laughs> Eventually, I got it was just got too cumbersome for me to keep up with, you know, trying to trying to read and then figure out what everything meant, what everything does. So I, Ian, I'm with you. Like, not my thing. I could see where it could be my thing, 
if I if it, I were not at this point in my life, sure, it's it, a good it could have been my time, thing. Ki- time yeah, as a kid, if I'd gotten this, like there's a and I'll have I've got it already listed like by rent or birthday. Under certain circumstances, this would have been a buy for me. I think it would too. Absolutely. Because like my fr- uh, cause I talked about my friend Mitch who got me into Final Fantasy games. Mm-hmm. Well, his sister, uh, super genius. She graduated with John Turley. John John knows her. She's like a judge now in McCracken County. And any time I like I play Final Fantasy with Mitch, I would go in where their family computer room was, and she was always playing some sort of simulator, like Surgeon Simulator, you know, or any, anything like that back in the day, like very serious games. I would watch her do it and ask her questions. If she was playing something like this and could teach this to me, then I would have been interested in it, bought it, and went home and played it. You know? And you could, I think, too, it, it, it is a good buy because you could play it again and again and again and, and have different outcomes every time, try different ways, different things. And so, yeah, if you're a fan of the genre, this is a definite buy. Tyler, Tyler, just think of this as Final Fantasy Tactics, but with airplanes, <laughs> and then you're on. Nice. If it were if it were like a chocobo breeding simulator, but only instead of airplanes, <laughs> it's chocobos, and you got to go get the red chocobos, or you know they take more fuel to get from here to there, but the yellow chocobos. I think you're onto something. <laughs> yeah. You just you just invented a mobile game. <laughs> yeah, I think you did. Yeah. Trademark. Chocobo Tycoon. <laughs> Chocobo done. Tycoon. How about you guys? Um, it lost me at the amount of time that I realized it would take me to finish a game. And I'm, uh, I liked the game, and I was surprised by it. Um, I was surprised by how much I liked it. Um, but, Chris, I have a question for you. Have you ever finished a scenario in either of these games uh i i'm going to be completely honest with you and i really haven't like beaten the game it's more i'll just play it right. and and mess around and then get sidetracked and do other stuff okay. and then come back and play it and mess around well, but that's... now that i've had to play it more recently i kind of want to get back into it so it sucks me back in well I, I... is there an end game I mean, I, is there a well, they beat? Give you the, they give you goals like you it's have to hit a certain goal right. and I think right. you can beat it well, the the reason that I asked is because um, I'm I'm relieved to hear you say that because like I I don't know who could sit and finish that scenario because it's like it takes so long. Um, but I, but I agree with you, and it, it's I agree that this is a game that I feel like I could pick up, play for an hour, set down for three weeks, come back, pick it up, and then play for an hour set it down you know what i mean like i feel like i can play this over a very long period of time and and never finish it but still enjoy it does this game feel good does this game have i didn't get super into it i didn't spend a lot of time with it but does this have sort of an autopilot kind of feature where not not that i know of and it'd be nice if it did like you could set your budget and stuff and then you know if you came back in three weeks Mm -hmm. some time has passed and you know kind of like like Where, Sim City, yeah, that would be yeah. a nice feature. Things keep going, and if you neglect it to come back long enough, you know, your entire your dynasty is in ruins. Right? I exactly. Think, <laughs> I think if you had that and mouse support, I think the game would get a lot better. We mm. talked about this last week as to whether or not we we speculated as to whether or not this game had mouse support. Does it? 
I never thought to look. I don't think it does. It also came out on the Genesis, so I know for ah, sure okay. that the Genesis right. doesn't have mouse support. And it came out before Mario Paint, so uh, okay. I'm I'm assuming that oh maybe that the it, mouse wasn't even around yet. No, okay. the mouse the mouse came out with along with Mario Paint, right? And I, you know what? Honestly, I should have tried it just to see, but but I I didn't. Um, mainly because I just played I played it on the Steam Deck. Um, and that's probably that's another reason why I played it as long as I did because it was like oh. it's fucking rules. I'm in bed, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like I'm in bed. I got fucking the Simpsons on the TV while I'm playing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, this is per- this is a yep. this is a good one of those games. I feel like where it's like you can something can be playing in the background while you do it. Yep, you're right, hundred um, percent. You don't have like to fishing keep... in Final Fantasy with yeah. everybody loves Raymond on the background. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and then like another thing that. Uh, I think is cool about the game, but also one of the reasons that it was time consuming for me. I I thought of this, Tyler, when you were talking about the tutorial, the fact that there's no tutorial and Ian, when you were talking about asking about like an autopilot, um, I think it is interesting that you can call meetings uh, with your employees and they will give you insights mm. um, and like advice on what they think you should do. And this might be one of the reasons why it took me forever to get through a quarter. I listened to all of them and like, you know, it's like, and it's kind of, instead of reading the manual, the way that I learned to play the game is, oh, okay, they're telling me I need to do this. Why, why are they telling me to do that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, they, and then like, they wouldn't to, be telling me right. if it wasn't something I need to be doing. And then I'd thing. start doing, I'd start trying to do stuff on my own and then go back to them for feedback. Uh, <laughs> and you know, and you know, see if it worked or not. And that like, that kind of like experimentation started to become really fun. Um, but I do again, wish that it could have been like, I, I mean, I was emulating it. I probably could have just played it at, like one and a half times speed, and I it would have like solved my big issue with the game. So top one hundred. So, I'm sorry, Chris. Go ahead. Oh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna add a, a section here before we get to that. Did you guys come up with any particularly good uh, names for your airline? Because it does let you. And I'm only asking this because I'm really proud of the one I came up. <laughs> I, I saw yours, so well, I know what it is. It is really good. What was yours, yeah. Chris? So you can fit good air in there. <laughs> I, I didn't realize you guys were like a week and a half ahead. So that's when I posted that. I was like, oh, no, I, I gave it away. But yes, good air. I, I, I'm, I'm going to retire undefeated with that. I'm just going to stick that's with good. that. It's awesome. Well, that's incentive for everybody to be on Discord and pay attention on Discord. That's right. You might get some spoilers. That's right. Exactly. Well, Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. But buy rent or birthday for everybody else. Um, I would have rent this. I wouldn't have rented this. Um, I would have been fine if someone had gotten this for me as a gift, which is probably the most likely scenario. Sure, I don't like because I wouldn't have bought it on site alone. You know, even even if I thought it was a flight simulator, I'd be like, mm, I don't think so. You know, like right. I have a shitty looking one on the PC. Thank you, and it's fine. <laughs> you know? and, and imagine how disappointed you'd be if you thought it was right. a flight simulator. Right, this is what <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. exactly. So I wouldn't have bought it. I wouldn't have rented it. But yeah, this is one of those where it's like if an aunt or something had got it for me as a gift, and I sat down and played it, it'd be like, probably wouldn't have liked it at first. Mm-hmm. But considering <laughs> it's 1993, <laughs> let's see, Dave. It's June. Aunt, it's 1993. Dave's yeah. aunt looking. He said he wanted a game for the 
Nintendo. <laughs> it was yeah. Arrow something. Let's Arrow the take. Arrow the Act. No, that's no, not it right. Was it was Arrow Biz. That's the mm-hmm. one. Man, I, I, I'm going to get him this tape right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this this tape. Nintendo tape. <laughs> I would have. I much prefer, and even at the time, probably would have been like, okay, yeah, Arrow Biz over Arrow. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go with you on that. Ian, buy rent birthday? Uh, buy for me. Chris, I'm, I'm assume buy for you. Yeah, it would it would have been a buy for me. So top 100, bottom 100, and the scope of the SNES games that we have played, where would you place it? Look, I think that a good simulator, a good tycoon type game has a place in the top 100, and I think this could easily fill that slot. Now, I don't have a lot of experience with the types of games like this on the SNES, nor do I know if there are even that many. But I do know that um, I think for what it is, mm-hmm. I do think it belongs... I think it belongs in a slot in the top 100, just because I think the top 100 should include as many genres as possible. I think there's possible. an argument to be made for that, yeah. So Just, yeah. just supersonic, not original <laughs> arrow. Yeah, I would say supersonic for sure. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like there's not a lot of point in playing Aerobiz, honestly, yeah. just because I think supersonic does everything Aerobiz does and some and, more. Well, and there's and more cities, yeah. there's more, just more so altogether. So I go back to... to Street Fighter 2 after you've played Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Right. So, I, I, I mean, I understand your argument, and I'd expand it to, I'd put it in my top 200, probably. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I would agree with Tyler, yeah. I think 200, realistically, I think top 100, it couldn't make it. But 200, yeah. Dave? Uh, it'd be somewhere in the middle for me. Yeah. I mean, top top middle. Top middle? Yeah. And I, I want to uh, apologize. I was way off in when Mario Paint came out. Mario Paint came out in 92. So okay. oh. so I don't know. I, maybe it's may, hidden in there. Maybe, maybe it, it does work. work. I should have tested it. But, but, pro- but probably not. Watch The Simpsons instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we want to see uh, how much it costs, Flopsy, all that. Yeah. How much do you guys think you'd pay for this game if you bought it loose? We'll do, we could do each one if you want. How about we can start with Aerobiz. Let's see. I would say Aerobiz would probably be well, and I'm going to put that this game was three stars, uncommon, and that it would probably run today used $27. Okay. I'm not going to remember all this, unfortunately. I'll, I will. It's I'll, a lot of stuff. <laughs> I'll change mine as needed to sound Please, right. Yeah. <laughs> Please. It's not like we're recording it or anything. No. no. <laughs> oh, God, we're not. No. <laughs> Man, oh, you, no, had, no. you fucking had me for a second. <laughs> you had me for a second. The thought was immediately in my mind. Oh, well. <laughs> I guess we yep. just have a first part. <laughs> it's all on internal mic. <laughs> Uh, Chris, why don't you go ahead? What do you, what do you think about the cost of Aerobiz and Supersonic? So I'm going to say I think Supersonic is more expensive than Aerobiz because I feel like it probably is a little later, maybe sold less. Uh, I did buy a copy of Aerobiz Supersonic on the Genesis like 10 years ago, and it was 20 bucks then. Uh, but I'm I'm going to say more like like let's just say Supersonic's 75 bucks and two stars and uncommon. Okay, because I let's see. I think Aerobiz. 
I, I would think my logic will be that, oh, it merited a sequel, and they put more budget, produced more games, so Supersonic would be less expensive than Aerobiz. So $45 for Aerobiz, $35 for Supersonic. Aerobiz being three stars, Supersonic being three and a half stars. Um, and I think one is... Aerobiz is... Both both of the think are uncommon. I'm gonna say that I didn't I didn't weigh in on Supersonic. Um I said I, I said Aerobiz would be uh three stars uncommon. I think a lot like I think I'm with Tyler that it Aerobiz Supersonic will be three and a half common and twenty dollars. I think that's a good that's you bring up a good point. With Supersonic being a sequel, that's wild to me that the that Aerobiz was successful enough to warrant a sequel. That it really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes me wonder. Like, I don't know what Flopsy says about how common the game is, but it makes me wonder. Like, how like is it almost makes you think that this might be a very uncommon game because it's like in order for Aerobiz to be successful enough for it to have a sequel the it must have been a small run is my guess because if they Probably. did a big run then it's going to mm-hmm. be a loss that's right that's a good point yeah. um, but i think the sequel would have gotten a lot more attention lot, yeah. i think it would have been produced more i think it deserves it mm-hmm. uh well let's we'll do the we'll do the prices uh actual retail value of aerobiz uh for the super nintendo loose on average according to pricecharting.com at the time of this recording is $30.25. Supersonic, on the other hand, is $54.06. Let's see what Flopsy has to say. Um, According to the Ultimate Nintendo Guide to the SNES Library 1991 through 1998 by Pat Contry, courtesy of Monster Mold Mike and a shadowy benefactor, um, they gave Aerobiz three and a half stars. Okay. Wow. I was a half star short on that one. And it is an uncommon game. Okay. I had that right. Aerobiz Supersonic, they gave three and a half stars. Yay. Uh, and it is a very uncommon game. Uh, very uncommon. Okay. So I guess Aerobiz was successful enough to have a, a sequel with a with a limited release. More limited run, yeah. I think it's wild that they, they gave found it. their audience probably right. with the first one, and then the second one was like, if you liked Aerobiz, we put a little more polish, put a on little it. polish on there. Yeah. I think it's wild that they rated them both three and a half stars because mm-hmm. I think one, I think Supersonic is like immediately, right. like it's immediately apparent that it is a yeah. superior. It, it should have been three and three and a half, right? In my yeah. Opinion. Yeah, just just the cities alone. Like the there's so many mm-hmm. more cities to go to in the second game. For sure. Yeah, and you don't even have like in Aerobiz, the first one, you that meeting that I was talking about, uh, it exists, but they don't give you specific specific adv- advice. It's like good morning, right? <laughs> no, it's like sales are up. <laughs> Great. This could have been Why? an email. <laughs> Why are Sounds sales good. up? <laughs> it's all now, Zoom calls now. <laughs> what I think would be really, really interesting is a version of this, like a modern remake of this game, which I know there are like flight management games that are modern and exist, but I want it to be like 
this overlaid with a life sim, kind of like how like Persona, uh, you know, where you have this like daily life mm-hmm. kind of thing, but you also have to manage. manage your life. Oh right. my god, yeah, no, that would be great. You got your your little avatar guy walks home and fucking looks all pours himself a drink real real sullen <laughs> like right. I'm so fucking tired. Yeah. I would you could I, that would be you great. could manage relationships in different cities because you can fly for free ah. on the airline. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's Bigotry pretty good. Era. I'd play I yeah. would play that. I really would. Uh because like that would scratch that would scratch the itch that I that I want from Persona because I love that I love that life sim stuff in mm. Persona. I love it. Um and then instead of dungeons we can manage, manage life, which I mean, I don't know, sounds pretty good too. Coming up with some pretty good game ideas tonight, <laughs> fellas. So you guys have any achievements? I do. Ian, what you got? My first achievement is Aerobiz the Acrobat. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> to earn this achievement, you lose a bunch of money, then come back from that, and then lose everything in 2020 and have to shutter your airline. <laughs> Yay! Yay! You win. You brought me back around. My second achievement is the Tarantino effect. And to earn the Tarantino effect, in Aerobiz Supersonic, complete one flight from New York to L.A., two flights from Washington, D.C. to L.A., and one flight from Washington, D.C. to San Francisco in September 2001 without incident. (laughs) Now, I need to clarify. I used New York in place of New Jersey for one of the flights, and I used Washington to replace Boston for two of the flights because Boston and Newark aren't in the game. It didn't exist yet. so. So, anyway, yeah. That's my two achievements. I told you I had some more nine eleven <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was I waiting you. for it. I was waiting yeah. for it. Dave, you got anything? Uh, yeah, I've got some achievements. I've got uh, my first achievement is I am serious and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> in order to unlock, I am serious and don't call me Shirley. Uh, finish the last scenario in Supersonic on maximum difficulty. And name your airline Shirley. Mm. <laughs> I love it. Uh, next achievement I have is. Joey, have you ever been in a in a <laughs> Turkish prison? In order to unlock Joey, have you ever been in a in a Turkish prison? Uh, you get <laughs> fucked by a Middle Eastern war the turn after connecting a flight in that region. Oh no! Uh, did that happen to me? It did. <laughs> I unlocked that achievement. Uh, next achievement is: Wait a minute, I know you. You're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You play basketball for the Los Angeles Lakers. No, I'm not, kid. In order to unlock... (laughs) Wait a minute. I know you. You're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You play basketball for the Los Angeles Lakers. You start a game with L.A. as your headquarters. All right. But you skip every turn that takes place in the last and first fiscal quarter because... Uh, that's during the basketball, basketball season. Basketball season? <laughs> I love it. That was a good one. <clears throat> Chris, do you have any achievements? Okay, so I have four. Ooh, good. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring the first one around to a Golden Girls reference. So on the, on the opening credits to Golden Girls, a plane is landing in Miami in yes. silhouette. And that plane is a Boeing 727. So the first achievement is thank you for being a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Starting an all-727 airline out of Miami. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. 
Uh, number two will also need a, a little explaining as any good joke. So Seattle <laughs> is the home of Boeing commercial airliners. That's uh, There's a few that have been built other places, but generally Boeing is, is home in Seattle. So the second achievement is, I don't want your life, and you unlock, <laughs> I don't want your life by making an airline and, flowing, and flying every other brand of airplane to Seattle and never giving them a bullet point once. Nice. I, I love, love it. I love that one. I, was, I thought after the Golden Girls and you started bringing up Seattle, it's like, he's going Frazier. He's going yeah. Frazier. <laughs> no, he's, he went Far City Blues. <laughs> Toss salad, ham and eggs. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Okay. Number three. This is this is return, but it's spelled R E T V R N. So this is only play in the early era scenarios, the propeller area era. I don't want to play future. Just give me that original prop stuff. Nice. Uh, and number four is the end of innocence. And that's when you play your game, and when you get to September September of 2001, you just take the cartridge out and fucking smash it. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. Glad I wasn't the that's only it. one. That's what I got. That was good. Did a bunch of nice. 9-11 shit tonight. I've got five. Thank you. <laughs> Never say that again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the We're only one who did a bunch now. of 9-11 shit tonight. That, you might want just, can we just, uh, since that uh, whole, like, like, just a long <laughs> Nope. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Okay. At least do mine, please. <laughs> All right, my first one is, really? You Guam it and start in Guam. Oh, okay. I bet that's really difficult. So, <laughs> Guam. Uh, the American Industrial Complex. Buy from Lockheed Martin. All right. All right. <laughs> and then the modern-day Tokugawa Amitsu operate exclusively in Japan because he was the first emperor who did the isolationist policies and completely isolated <laughs> Japan. That's good. Nice. Actually. That is good. Uh, the art of the deal, go bankrupt. Nice. <laughs> nice. And then in Russia, plane fly you. <laughs> Win with a Russian airline. Hey. <laughs> nice, nice. Good achievements. Very good achievements. Tyler? Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a beard that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would you give it? The tight trimmed mustache of one Sully Sullenberger. Oh, mm. Sully. Yeah. He landed a plane. He did. It and, had it had goofs in it. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to give this game a pair of glasses, what kind of glasses would you give it? The flying goggles of the Wright brothers. Okay. Appropriate. Appropriate. No possum or anything stuck on no. them? Or no. Nothing like I thought that. this game was better. Than, yeah. okay. <laughs> no dead it's possums not the, needed. <laughs> not the smash windshield of a plane running into the World Trade Center. Fuck. <laughs> 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 well, you guys want to take a break and we'll hit Community Corner? Do you want to see what we're going to play next? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Let me go over and mm -hmm. give this batter up peripheral. We're not done yet. Plug we still got up. like 400 right. goddamn games to do. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Plug it up. Want to put my head on it? Turn my own hole. Water crazy kid style. Say the prayer. We all love to say. Stop. One thirty-five. New one? Nope. Fuck. 
Is it fun to guess, or do you want me to just tell you? I've always, uh, I always wondered this. Uh, no, it's fun to guess. Okay. It's in the D's. D's. Mm-hmm. D's nuts. D's nuts. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I was going to say Def- it, and I chose Def- not to. <laughs> never choose not to never say it. Choose not to. I'll never learn. Don't forget your training. <laughs> I've been on this show for so long, and I'll never fucking learn. I'll refer to page 35 of the Tadpog Employee Handbook. <laughs> <laughs> when given the opportunity to say D's nuts, you should say D's nuts. Ian, I think you're a valuable employee, but uh, I am going to have to issue a write up. <laughs> You I haven't even gotten my second up. verbal warning yet. <laughs> uh, as you can see, this is a serious infraction. <laughs> I can't even think of a game that starts with D. It's Disney's. Oh, Disney's Aladdin? It is Aladdin. Okay. Yeah. So we have done it. Have we? Do you want to do the Genesis version? No. Man. Okay. No, All right. No, Spin no. again. Whammies, whammies, whammies. Stop. Three, three, eight. The H's? It's the M's. M's. Mm-hmm. Have we done it? We have. Fuck. <laughs> Here we go. Mystic Quest, Final Fantasy. It's like Mortal Kombat. But Mortal Kombat 2. But metal. <laughs> metal. Oh, metal combat. Metal combat. Falcon's Good Revenge. Stuff. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. We can see if there's a ROM hack of that. <laughs> Shit, that would be fun. They're probably How is. hard would that be to play? Uh, yeah, I don't think there's a ROM hack of like, yeah, of a, like gun game, of a super scope game. Like, man, you imagine you're like, man, I bet five people will play this thing that I put a bunch of love into. It's all the trains from Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> <laughs> Blaine from Shrek. You have to fight him over and over again in every planet. (laughs) 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 Stop. One. No, it was 30 minutes European Prime goal. (laughs) One. That's not it. This is a North American only list. We've done it. We have. The Seventh Saga? Mm mm. You're close. What is our most viewed YouTube video? Oh, three Ninjas Kickback. <laughs> three Ninjas, ninjas Kickback. Kick That's right. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> All right. Whammies, whammies, whammies. Stop. Two, seven, zero. Have we done it? No. All right. It's, it's also, three, three, it's also our five, five. area code. It's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Shit. Um... Two seven zero. So two seven zero. F's the E's. It's the K's. The K's. K. Ooh. Every kiss begins with K. it. <laughs> uh, kid. kid. No. Kid. Cow. With a K. Cow with a K. Cowboys of Moo Mesa. Cow. Cowabunga. Sa. Key. Key. Yes. Oh, yes. Cow. <laughs> Kawasaki Caribbean Challenge. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Kawasaki Caribbean Challenge. Sounds like okay. it's going to be right up Tyler's alley. Let's do yeah. it. Hey, guys, I'm I'm busy next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> you a- signed a contract. <laughs> is there a line of Kawasaki games? There is another one right below it. Kawasaki Superbike Challenge. You want to do both Let's of those? Let's knock them out. Let's yeah. knock them both out. It looks like they have different 
publishers, so I'm not sure how similar they are, but if we're okay with that, mm-hmm. okay. If the Let's same word is in the title of both games. I mean, yeah, 66% of the title is yeah. the same, right? <laughs> so, I mean. so I'll give it a big 66% effort. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think. I think the fact that you guys landed on number one today gives you the right to kind of make some special choices here if you want. Well, we've always got the right to turn the key and pick something we want to play other than this, but I don't think it's worth doing that yet. Do you? We're going to have to do these eventually. I'm I'm always down to combine and knock out extra ones. Yeah. I I have a morbid curiosity about these games, too. Like, this definitely, like, this hits me in a certain way where it's like, okay, all right. Well, and this racing, is going to be awful, but like, how? Like, yeah, is it going to be yeah, surprisingly yeah. like okay, or is it going to be like real fucking bad? It, yeah. Well, and racing <laughs> games are sort of in my wheelhouse, so I'm I'm hoping that's what this is, and maybe we'll I'll get see. some enjoyment out of it. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We ready to take head, five and go head on down to community get corner. to the community corner? Sure. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back, everybody. We better get back now, Joey. No, Joey can stay here for a while if you'd like. Could I? Okay, if you don't get in the way. Flight 209 to Denver Radio. Climbing to cruise at 42,000. We'll report again over Lincoln. Over and out. Wait a minute. I know you. You're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You play basketball for the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm sorry, son, but you must have me confused with someone else. My name is Roger Murdoch. I'm the co-pilot. You are Kareem. I've seen you play. My dad's got season tickets. I think you should go back to your seat now, Joey. Right, Clarence? Oh, he's not bothering anyone. Let him stay here. All right, but just remember, my name is Roger Murdoch. I'm an airline pilot. I think you're the greatest, but my dad says you don't work hard enough on defense. And he says that lots of times you don't even run down court. And that you don't really try, except during the playoffs. The hell I don't. Listen, kid. I've been hearing that crap ever since I was at UCLA. I'm out there busting my buns every night. Tell your old man to drag Walton and Lanier up and down the court for 48 minutes. I'm going to start this segment by saying that I love my wife very much. Mm-hmm. And I don't normally like have like... I don't normally say things like that on the show, but I, I need to preference what I'm about to say with I love my wife very much. But man, she puts shit in the Amazon cart and doesn't buy it, and it just sits there. <laughs> she uses it like a like a list. Like a wish list. And it's like, homie, I want to buy shit, and in order to do it, I have to like, if I don't want to buy now, I got to remove all the stuff that Save you for put later. in there. And put it in a list. Why don't you just do it first? Use a list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, anyway. I'm in, the, I'm in that same boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad they added the buy it now button. So yeah. I just, but what <laughs> I don't like about the buy it now is like, okay, I have multiple cards on the Amazon uh, account. Which one did I set up for buy it now? I don't know. Yeah. Am I going to have to go in and change the order? <laughs> yeah, probably. That's about an 80% chance that, yep, I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> Welcome on down to Community Corner. <laughs> Community Corner. Community Corner. Kawasaki Community Corner. Yeah. <laughs> That's next week. Kawasaki. <laughs> Brought to you by Kawasaki. <laughs> 
That's not too far off, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got a quiz, right? We have a quiz. quiz. Good old quiz. One quiz that came in from one Ross Rachel Green from across the pond. Hell yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. This quiz is entitled, It's a Me, a Super Mario Bros. quiz. Okay, okay. Ross begins. I know. I am going off Pist, P-I-S-T-E. Is that a British word? Sure. I guess so. He's going off it with the quizzes. But the Super Mario movie was released, and it's wonderful. I still have not seen it. Sal Knopp was not a fan. He's the only person I've, I've talked to about it. Yeah? Yep. Um, well, I talked about it. Oh, that's you true. did talk, talk about it. I talked about, about it, Tyler. I thought oh, it was the other guy. Not just Sal Knopp. <laughs> Zalop. Zalop. <laughs> his opinions are so bad, I can't even pronounce his name right. <laughs> Ross continues. Okay, it's not very deep and jumps from scene to scene a lot, but it's a children's film for small minds. It's true. For, uh, full of references no one under 30 would get, so I give it quite a lot of room for that. Here, here. Uh, Ross continues. Plus, if you haven't seen it yet, an Argentinian TV station aired the whole thing and it ended up online. So absolutely do not perform searches for it online or you might see illegally obtained content. <laughs> so anyway, here's a quiz about our favorite favorite, favorite plumbing family, the Mario Brothers. Are we ready to begin? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. What year... Did the first Mario game come out? And this is going to get fucking hairy as shit because it's like... I'm assuming that's the OG, like, Battle Royale Mario Luigi. Is it Mario Brothers or is it Donkey Kong or, you know, like, what what are we counting as the Mario game? Not that I know the answers to all of those, but... I think Mario Brothers has the name Mario Brothers in the title. That's what I'm going to... That's what I'm going to assume it is. And if I'm wrong, then we get it right. Okay. What year did that come out? 81. I think it's 80 or 81. Yeah, no, no fucking clue. I think... Before I was born. Donkey Kong, I think, is 80. I want to say like 83, but I could be wrong on that. Might might be. Ian, you're the oldest. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> I seem to remember, because I played the first Mario game I played that wasn't Donkey Kong, and I... Th- you know what if he's talking about fucking Donkey Kong? But, I know that's what I'm saying. Who knows? But we got it. We got to count Mario Brothers, the one in the sewer where you hit the crabs and the turtles yeah. and shit. Yeah, I'm gonna say that was it, and it, I'm gonna say it was '81. Okay. <clears throat> I, I think, saw a really good YouTube short about how you could clip through that brick and go all the way up. Where'd you see that? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you said YouTube short, but are you sure it wasn't a Discord short? Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> it seemed like it was intended for YouTube, but no, it wasn't on YouTube yeah, when I, I saw it. So I should know what year this game came out because of that short. Um, but We should put our shorts up on the Discord. Yeah, we should. We should do that. For everyone. Um, or fuck, put on the Tadpog. Fucking Tadpog YouTube, yeah. Um, Dane. I, I'm 81. Locking it in. Let's do it. 1981. It is 1985. 
That's Ooh. that's Super that's, Mario Brothers for the seems, NES. Oh. Yeah, okay. I'd say that is a very broad question, so disqualified. But I am going to take a moment, and I'm going to look up Mario Bros, just because I really want to know what year it <coughs> came out. Oh, boy. When you search Mario Bros. <laughs> Argentina! <laughs> is a 1983 arcade game. So, What's Donkey Kong? Donkey Kong... Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. 1981. Okay, that okay. I must have been in Donkey Kong mode when I was thinking mm-hmm. 81. But so that that question, the question was not specific enough. Mm-hmm. I have a Donkey Kong mode too, but not too many people get to see it. <laughs> uh, next, so we, so we get that one right by default. Okay, yeah, we got it. We got it. Next question. We named one of those years. That I got the year. Named. I got, got a it. year right <laughs> for a different If we said 82, uh, we wouldn't get it right. Right. But 81 was yeah. one of them. Right. It was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. How many levels were in the first game? Okay, so we're definitely talking about Super Mario Brothers mm. at this point, right? Yes. Eight uh, worlds, four levels per world, right? We're so talking minus world? To 32. That's, oh, no. That's not a real world. He's I a, saw a YouTube short about yeah. that as well. <laughs> that didn't get finished. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not, that's not, you don't count that. That's, that's. I hope not. No, you don't count that. If he does, though, we get it right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, of course. We'll get all of these right by things that we come up with. Yes. Yep. <laughs> right. So 32. So 32. Right? Okay, we good with yeah. this? Sure. Locking it in. It is 32. Okay. Bing. Next question. Uh, 31 if you count minus world. So it's a negative, so it takes off. Oh, one. fuck! <laughs> 28 if you do Japanese minus world, because there's oh, four of them. There, there we go. <laughs> uh, levels, Jerry. <laughs> Next question. What are Goombas called in Japan? Karibu? Yeah. Yeah, Karibu. Locking it in. It is Karibu. Karibo. We're counting it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. That's my accent. That's, We're counting it. I said Karibo, but my, ac- my country accent, Karibo. Yeah. Am I studying Japanese? Yes. <laughs> Should that be wrong? Probably. But it's right. Karibo. It, it means dirty underwear if you say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> per- perfect. This works out both ways. <laughs> Next question. What type of mushroom are Goombas based on? This is a Tyler. I feel like this is a Tyler question. But maybe not because they're probably poisonous, right? And you don't cook with poisonous mushrooms typically. Shiitake mushrooms, maybe? Shiitake would be my guess, too. Right? Yeah, I'd say that's probably right. Agree. Okay. Shiitake, logging it in. It is Shiitake! Next question. Or shit takes, as I thought it was. Shit, shit takes. Shit takes. Shit takes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that fucking shit take was extra shitty. <laughs> Next question. Who is Koji Kondo? That is the composer of the music for, for a lot of Mario mm-hmm. games. Specifically, I guess we're looking for Super Mario Brothers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Locking it in. The game's composer. Yes. Okay. Next question. In the Super Mario Sunshine game, 
Mario uses a tool strapped to his back to clean up messes on Isle Delfino called Flood. What does Flood stand for? Oh, fuck. I know this, and I can't think of it. Uh, Is it spelled like F-L-U-U-D? It's F-L-U-D-D. Double 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 SD's device, right? Dispensing device. Yeah. I played the... I played... Flower lubricated underwater dispensing device. Like the flower that grows or like the cooking flower? Both. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And if that's not it, Ross is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because I can sort of see it. I am the dispensing device. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if dispensing device is correct. I I just assume that that's... Yeah, I played the L game recently, like six months ago, you know, mm-hmm. but I can't remember what it was called. I should know, but I do not. I mean, it's the least of the Mario games, so I think we could forgive ourselves mm-hmm. for not getting it. Mm-hmm. Go for it. All right. Flower lubrication underwear. Coordinated liquid a- urine dispensing device. Fluoride <laughs> <laughs> water is poison. <laughs> Turn the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> Locking it in. It is <laughs> Flash Liquidizer Ultra Dowsing Device. That's worse. Oh, I like that less than what Tyler said. <laughs> so it's wrong. Next question. In which game did Mario first encounter the poison mushroom? Lost Levels. Super Mario Brothers 2 Japan. Otherwise, yeah, Lost Levels, right? Yep. Yep. Locking it in. It is Super Mario Brothers, The Lost Levels. Okay. Next question. In which game did Mario get tired and take a nap when the player was idle? It's Odyssey, right? Yeah. And a bird lands on his nose. I think nose. it is. I think it did is. Did that Odyssey. start in 64, though? Uh, he doesn't say what game did it start. Uh, <laughs> he okay, says, so we get it right no matter in what. In which game did Mario get tired <laughs> and take a nap when the player was idle? Because I don't think he does it in RP- Mario RPG. I don't know if he does it in 64. He might. I think he... Yeah, I mean, that does uh, It might be 64. I'm standing by he does take a nap in Odyssey, and he doesn't specify it has to be the list, first one. List every single game Mario takes a nap in. I mean, he does Mario's nap in Mario, six, in Mario RPG. Super Mario Brothers 2. The whole thing's a dream, two, spoilers. Yep. yep. Maybe that's it. Because the the end game credits roll while the player's idle. You're not doing anything. <laughs> you're, just, you're just watching the screen. So if it's t- <laughs> two RPG 64 Odyssey, we got it we right. We got it right. All right. Locking it in. Are we good? Yep. Yeah. All right. I love it. It is Super Mario 64, but he does it in Odyssey as well. And you didn't specify the first game in which he does it. <laughs> yep. So that you're the we're the best kind of right. Technically right. <laughs> next question. Also, great job, Chris. Uh, next question. Which is the first Super Mario game? Now he's caught on. Now he's like, these motherfuckers, I bet in that last one, they're going to say Odyssey. Mm-hmm. And I didn't say first one. <laughs> Which is the first Super Mario game where Mario's hat can be blown off his head? It's Odyssey, right? It definitely it definitely comes off his head in Odyssey. Oh, he but says like, the first. He this, does this say one, the first he's, game. He's cottoned on retroactively. I mean, you can't get it blown off in 
64. He takes it off, but does it get blown off? No, it does. Because isn't there a level in 64 where you have to chase the hat around? I think oh, you're the right. Rabbit? I think you're right. I don't know. I'm not a... I, I played, I've played six, I finished 64. Other than that, I mean, I, I haven't played a lot of a it. Galaxy. I mean, I think Galaxy's a good guess, too. I think it's Galaxy. I say that because I don't feel like it would be the same answer for multiple questions. I don't know. It is Ross. It is Ross. <laughs> Trixie. I bet it's Galaxy. Do we want to take a... I, I, don't, I don't have a guess. So we got a Galaxy. I've never played ne- Confession Corner, never played Galaxy. So I haven't either. Chris, you're not alone. I've played right. it. Me, you I were finished in that corner. it. Don't remember the hat coming off. Also, don't remember the hat coming off in '64 though. So I don't. I have no idea. Galaxy. That seems like the best guess we got. Let's just go for it. Locking it in. It is Super Mario '64. Fucking fuck <laughs> hell! I said it first. It is true, it, and it is right. So Ross, you're wrong. So we, you're wrong. <laughs> Next question in the original Super Mario Brothers game. Mario's iconic overalls weren't blue. They were like a reddish brown, like a brick, like a brick red. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Canvas. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Locking it in. And the answer is red. Okay. Next question. Don't, don't ask a graphic designer or something about color, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Destroy one forever. Sega or Sony? Sony. Sony. I'm going to destroy Sega. Sega did a good enough job destroying itself, Dave. I just, I just, I, I want to see a right. world where <laughs> what else would have happened if PlayStation hadn't entered the market. I agree with that, but I don't want to live in that world. <laughs> yeah. I just want to yeah. see it through. If a I could like peak, yeah. Crystal ball. If Sony right. doesn't, I don't think Microsoft does. So. I, I would love to be playing a Dreamcast Five right now, but yeah, I think I think yeah. you got to kill Sega. Yeah, I like Sorny better. So- Sorny. This is a genuine Sorny. <laughs> what you never heard of a good? You've never heard of Panasonic? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Next question: Destroy one forever. Hot dogs or hamburgers? Hot dogs. Hot dogs. I'm with hot dogs. 100% hot dogs. Okay, it's unanimous. They're way, they're so much worse for you, and I don't think it tastes as good. No, hamburgers are amazing. I could Does not. She, I don't want to live in a world where there's no hamburgers. Fuck no, man. I would be so, if I knew that hamburgers could exist. Hot dogs kill a lot of kids every year with choking. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're, I didn't think about that. I remember having a. I remember the day where we had a, we could stop cutting up a hot dog to give it to Henry. Where it's like you're good to chew this, right? Yes, you know, same, yeah. you know this doesn't go down. Let's what? Yeah, we had that with Cohen as well. So yeah, um, making hot dog brunoise for Kenna, like <laughs> little bitty hot dog cubes with the with the hamburger. So and with the temporary crown, I've been doing searches where it's like okay to eat blank. <laughs> So I did a search for okay to eat hamburger and the you know how Google will like give you a snippet or whatever from like whatever the top search mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Uh I laughed I I literally laughed out loud where it was if you are adamant in eating a hamburger, you may do so, but chew on like and it was like 
the fact of like <laughs> it was tailored for me, like they knew that I was adamant about eating a hamburger. <laughs> Just that language was so so nice. <laughs> Next question. Destroy one forever. Lingerie boxer shorts. Boxer shorts. Boxer shorts, man. That's a fucking yeah. no fucking brainer yeah. for me. Agree. Who is it? I mean, we're talking about like lingerie, like you know, Fredericks of Hollywood garbage. Or are we talking about like it doesn't matter I like to me. Yeah, it doesn't matter. More. It doesn't matter. It, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah, I yeah. mean the cheap shit. You give me yeah. the cheap, real slutty garbage shit. Yeah, <laughs> the stuff where it's like you, you're we're wearing. This is like a one time thing. Terrible. Like yeah. this is yeah yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I don't even. I hate boxer shorts. Like I haven't worn boxer shorts mm. since high school. I, I can't handle that kind of freedom. The freedom I like. It's the and I know this is. I think a Louis CK and Dane cook joke. It's the water mm-hmm. that just mm-hmm. comes from yeah. when you're wearing boxer <laughs> shorts. There's just water. I've mm-hmm. done a boxer brief for years now. So <laughs> boxer brief. Give me, give me the middle ground. Mwah! Love a yeah, boxer. Yeah, I'm there too. Yeah. Or if it's the weekend, fucking it's great to go commando. Like that's where I'm like, yeah, I love the freedom. Cause it's like, <laughs> fuck man. I don't have <laughs> bathrobe. That's it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't own a bathrobe. Maybe if I did, it would change. Mm. It would change my life. Um, but yeah, pajama pants or commando mm-hmm. jeans. Mm-hmm. Right, thank you, Ross. Thank you, Ross. Thank you, sir. And thank you, Chris, for coming on. I'm glad I could be on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> We can't say it now. Can't say it this time. <laughs> try, try to say it, not stumble over it. Uh, yeah, yeah, that shit's on me. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Do we have anything else we want to go over and mention before we roll into outros? <clears throat> Hope you bought a shirt. Hope you it's bought a shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's too yeah. late if you haven't. And uh, just we'll... kidding, you can probably still get one. Yeah, <laughs> if you want it, I'm sure. I'm sure Chuck would be like, "Fuck me, these sales are horrible." Yeah, you take yeah, yeah, We fine. can get one more in. <laughs> Uh, if you if you if you want to buy if you want to try to buy a t-shirt at this point we're not sure if you can or not we haven't talked to Rob in a bit but go to bossbattles.gg he doesn't talk to us anymore the shirt's did so fucking poorly thanks guys appreciate it yeah that's on you and thank you Grim for being our housekeeping angel just sprinkling reminder shirts all over the discord and on the stream yeah but uh, if you want to try that go for it bossbattles.gg slash tadpog if you are a donor and you want to order a shirt, you can get 10% off. You go to patreon.com slash tadpog or pisstasters.com. Get your discount code. Not Chris Tasters. Not Chris Tasters. No. <laughs> yet. <laughs> pisstasters.com. Get your discount code before you buy the shirt. And uh, we'll let you know what we find out about those when that comes around. Yep. So thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, not SoundCloud, Spotify, just all over. Just just Google us. Uh, if you want to uh, send us something, you send us something at Tadbox Studios, Care of Nicole Nance, PO Box three seven eight five Purdue, Kentucky, four two zero zero two. You can call us two seven oh eight eight three two five five five. There's more shit, but most importantly is that Patreon. We do have a Patreon. Um, if you'd like to give us money. Uh, which we use to help buy equipment. Um, sometimes that equipment doesn't work out. Sometimes it does. Yeah, they, they need equipment. Give them money. 
But uh, if you'd like to do that, all the money that gets donated to the show is used to uh, keep us alive and keep the show going. Mm-hmm. And um, the show, we're glad to do it. We love to do it. The show is free. We never have a requirement. We're not going to have ads. We're not going to do things like that, at least not yet, uh, to generate revenue. So uh, every little bit counts. Patreon.com slash Tadpog if you'd like to get in on donating and be like our esteemed guest, Chris Edler, who is a member of a group that we like to refer to as our executive producers, these wonderful people, donate $20 or more per month to the cause. And I'd like to read you the list of those people now uh, to show our gratitude. We're going to start off with Usurper Grimm. God Emperor Alex Pena is back. On the list, baby. Hell yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. 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 Cousin David Galino, Plinko Nick Price, Cubicle Monkey, Cthusius Jeff Miners, Master Cycle Baron, Kevin Link, Joseph Phillips, Gamebug Prime, Nathan Eaton, Matt Gentile, a.k.a. Gentle G, Princess Consuela, Banana Hammock, Flavor Trick, Taryn Dahl, congratulations on your marriage, Pinball, Archmage, Chris Edler, we are so glad you could be on this episode. Platinum member Brett Miller, Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins, Nate from Utah, first time caller, Drinksmith Joey Webster, Dig Dougie, Derek Pope Sandwich. Thank you all so much for your generous donations. Yes. It's, it's super cool of you guys to do what you do for us every single month. And um, we are going to do some calls next week, we think. We we overcame the technology barrier in a different way. Yeah. Yep, we uh, did. We're still working on it, on that. <laughs> I started off tonight's episode really in a pissed off mood because something we tried that I was very excited about did not work. It's okay. We we fell back and punted, and now we it's know okay. what we got to do next week. But we're gonna do some calls. Yes. Just chill the fuck out, everybody. Yeah. Karen. God. Phil, Phil doesn't believe we're doing it. I'm oh, fucking okay, doing it to. just to spite oh, see, Phil. That's, that's why the that's reverse his psychology. Angle. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, his yeah, angle. Yeah, and I said, <laughs> "What kind of pope doesn't have faith?" <laughs> <laughs> and then he pope. said something about I can put meats and lettuce and cheeses between bread or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> this all happened on the Discord. Which, if you'd like to get in on the conversation and he hear said, all my this, my son fucking, pooped on the floor. Hear all this weird <laughs> shit we talk about there. on the Discord every day. Go to bit.ly slash Tadpog Discord. I almost said Discord. Don't we do, should don't start do Discord. Discord. Arthur, ask your dad about the floor poop. <laughs> ask him. It'd be a it'd be a great place to to hawk all those sornies we bought. <laughs> oh yeah, the genuine sornies. <laughs> the genuine sornies in the Panavonic. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, I do want to extend our eternal and uh, everlasting thanks. To backlog banisher Dane, who takes time out of his busy schedule every week to put our show up on YouTube. It's very, very nice of you to do this for us. And um, yeah, we maybe we'll throw our um, we 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 made an attempt at doing YouTube shorts. We were gonna we were gonna put this into a whole thing, and it didn't work out. But we've got like three or four shorts that we <laughs> we finished. So maybe we'll throw those up somewhere for you guys to see on YouTube or maybe in the Discord. You could tell us how silly I sound talking about things that 
matter to me, I guess. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, so anyway, yeah. Spread the word. Tell your friends. Tell your don't tell your family. They'll be ashamed of you if they knew you listened <laughs> to this show. Wait, wait, wait. Just because ours would doesn't mean that theirs mm-hmm. would. So go ahead and try. Sure, give it a shot. Use your discretion. Don't blame me. Right. When they kick you out of the house forever. I'd just be like my dad, Tyler, you doing the blog tonight? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am. If they have any strong feelings about September 11th, maybe not this episode. Maybe <laughs> don't tell them about this episode. I didn't say anything offensive <laughs> about September Davis 11th. About I didn't say that you did. I'm just saying. What, are you trying to imply that September 11th might be a trigger for some people? <laughs> I don't see how that's fucking possible. <laughs> All right, you got me there. <laughs> Uh, that's it. That's all I got. Our theme song is Moves by Sycamore Drive. The link to that track on the show at tapout.com. Chris, how would you like to close this out? Uh, do you guys want to do Eric Clapton singing the Aerobiz <laughs> theme song? Yeah, that sounds good to me. <laughs> kind of, kind of mournful tropical Capricorn. You know, like maybe he knows September 11th is going to happen. <laughs> oh, he knew. <laughs> he knew. Speaking of Eric, like Phil Collins watching that kid drown. Eric <laughs> yes, Clapton yes. knew. Speaking of Eric Clapton and triggers, you might have noticed tonight that my achievements were they had a theme, and that was around the movie Airplane. Right. My original idea was 9-11. A Tears <laughs> Tears in Heaven themed achievement <laughs> list that ended with you leaving a window open. No. <laughs> <laughs> While playing Aerobiz with an unattended <laughs> child in the room. <laughs> anyway, time to end the show. <laughs> Take it dark, dark, dark. Uh, he said racist things. See, it's fine. <laughs> shit I said was fine. The shit I said earlier was yeah. fine. <laughs> so until next time. Tropical Capricorn. <laughs> Eric Clapton is so fucking overrated. Yeah. Well, he's got that anti-vax song now, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No. I, and he had like he had like this this racist rant. Like, <laughs> uh, granted, it was a while ago, but still, yeah, it kind of sticks. It was, it was like a racist sticks. rant. So, yeah. 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 I've always thought I've always been a David Gilmore hey, guy. Yeah. I was gonna I'm a Gilmore guy. A David I mean, Gilmore so did Kramer. <laughs> Michael Richards also had a racist rant a long time ago, but yeah. so does, we're not gonna let it go. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, nope, you shouldn't. <laughs> okay, fuck. <laughs> Bye. 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 I had like four or five good stories of working at the airlines that I could have told you guys, but I'll, I'll pull that out next time. I've still, I've still got them in my, in my, uh, my quiver whenever the time comes. Okay. Well, you could tell us a story if you want right now. Just we could use it as a stinger. Oh my god. Okay. Well, uh, so, so as an aircraft mechanic, sometimes you will notice people in the terminal watching you do your job. So. Had a few situations where we had the engines opened up on a plane, which is normal, just like opening the hood on your car <laughs> to you, while so it's in flight. <laughs> to you, yeah, it's I normal. mean, yeah, you don't want it to happen when you're flying. <laughs> to but, me, uh, I don't want to see A friend of that. mine, we were we were both working on the plane, and the the starter had had broken. And one of the things you do to try to fix the starter on an airplane is tap it with a hammer to see if it'll start working. It's just a little valve 
It's a, it's actually a thing you do. You do that on so, a car too. Actually, you can yeah, hit, yeah, you can hit a go. starter with a hammer so, on a car to get it to turn over a couple more times. Yeah, I, well, you know, get a few more flights out of it. Maybe we'll change it tomorrow. It won't be my problem. That's that's the thought. All right, I'm done. Wow. This thing. <laughs> we're, we're tapping, we're tapping I, on I the have plane a flight with a few months. We see up. people in the terminal watching us do this, and like we can see the look on their face that they're terrified what we're doing. <laughs> so after we notice that, then we start making like really animated shoulder shrugs. <laughs> scratching our heads and just, just <laughs> hamming it up like oh my god i don't know what i'm doing so yeah we did actually fix the part by tapping it with a hammer it did start to work so we after we scratched our heads and shook our heads and just looked like we didn't know what we were doing we patched it back up and uh, sent it on its way so i'm sure we scared uh, at least four or five people that you're day. scaring me <laughs> it was all in good fun everybody likes percussive maintenance <laughs> So yeah, stuff like that. Just, just so, were you dressed as a member of the Taliban while you were doing this? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not at all. It's just, so think, think of you guys working at Apex with a bunch of like twenty-year-olds and very little supervision. That was my time working at the airlines when I was up there. That sounds pretty great. Yeah, it was. It was pretty fucking awesome. So, and maybe not a great thing to tell a lot of stories about, but it's been like 20 years, so I'm sure the statute of limitations is over for, for most of that stuff. Well, you didn't mention any specific places that you were working. Right, uh, right. And two of them are out of business anyway. And you know, I never did anything unsafe, but I did some funny shit. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Load up the engine with silly string. So that well, when it gets to thirty thousand feet, they just explode, silly string. Hey, everybody! Yeah, in like a happy way, a happy way. 